watching him, it took a half of a game to watch him. And I was like, okay, I'm all in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3 Take presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 270, the Hot Takes and Predictions episode. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Hot Takes, get your hot takes here. Hot Takes. Let's go, man. The episode I look forward to most, the episode our listeners look forward to most, the episode that arguably I lose sleep over the most Oh, 100%. I was just telling you, we were watching we were watching the National Championship game last night, and I'm sitting there filling out my... I mean, I've been wrestling over these picks for weeks now, and it was still pretty much a game-time decision. Uh, 100%. L- literally, for me, game-time, as you know. Yeah, you, you've been struggling with these for a while, and it was minutes before we hopped on. You're... Ah! <laughs> But we're here now. The struggle we're is here. Real. That's what's important. We're here. What better way to start off the episode than uh, looking at maybe a couple of last year's picks, shall we? Just for just yes. for kicks, just yes. to laugh, just to laugh at ourselves. Um, I mean, we've we have mentioned uh, we we've kind of sprinkled some reminders of of our picks. Yeah, throughout you, previous primarily. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe some of yours just to just to point at you and laugh a little bit yeah um sure. comic relief but uh you know just for those who maybe are new or don't recall what our picks were last year we're gonna we're gonna share some of them from um last year's hot takes and predictions episode just to give you an idea of maybe how close we were maybe how far off we were which happened more times than not um yeah yeah for, for you yikes i was all over the map all right for transparency's sake i i won't just highlight the ones that that we got right I'll, we'll go through we'll just go through the whole slate i i didn't want to do this but you know it i mean like we said we're, we're all about transparency here yeah we're gonna give it to you straight so looking at the rookie of the year picks i had bobby dahlbeck tough and sixto sanchez sixto was just unfortunate that was just that unfair. was fair tough break tough we break. didn't know yeah you had a Bobby Witt Jr. and also had Sanchez in the end. A little, little premature and old Bobby. A little there, premature. Not a. I mean, not a bad pick. They. We. Uh, I mean, I went back and listened to. So for those wondering, I I did go back and listen to the hot take episodes from last year. Uh, we did one for actually the N, the AL and NL for some reason. We just wanted to break it up, mix it up a little bit. So there was two episodes, um. And we both were in agreement that we thought that the the Royals weren't going to really mess with Bobby's. Yeah. They weren't going to manipulate that like some of the other teams do with their stars. But sure enough, just, they did. Just didn't 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 work out. Even though, truthfully, I feel like he should have been up with the club. But whatever, teach their own, I guess. Uh, the Cy Young, Lucas Giolito for myself and Jacob Degrom. I felt pretty good about those picks at those the aren't time. Terrible, not yeah. terrible. And and I'm not gonna. You'll learn, and I won't speak for you. Maybe, maybe you take a different approach, but I, I think I know where you, where your approach lies. But I'm never gonna go with like the surefire pick unless it's so blatantly obvious. Like Degrom, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like okay, then I'll, I'll I'll give you that one. But I I really I think both of us really try to 
mix it up a little bit, spice it up. Fun. Little, it's not fun. It's not fun to agree with everybody. Yeah, it's just it's it's not fun. We're yeah. here to mix it up a little bit. It is, after all, the hot takes episode. That's what we do here. It's what we do here. Uh, you also had Lucas Giolito, and you had Jack Flaherty in the NL. Tough. Also tough. Tough. Tough break. Uh, MVP, uh, most proud most proud picks for, for me. Proud of you. Vladdy Jr. in the AL, who would have won the MVP if, Sho- if they won Shohei Otani hadn't decided to go full God mode last year. But mm-hmm. that's where we're at with that. Uh, the National League, the true MVP, Bryce Harper, had that had that down to T. And like I've said before, great. like I said before, of all of those picks, that was the one I was most on board with. I'm like, you know what? If if this is the only pick I get right, that's the only one I care about. And sure enough, and I'm on record as saying is, is taking that approach. I was like, you know what? Have the rest of the picks. I don't care. Is it bad that I don't even remember mine? You uh, guy, I, I texted you about it. What last night or maybe this morning I was cracking up at how, in on the angels you were last year. <laughs> and it, hey, man. it peaked with your selection of Anthony Rendon as your that's, American That's MVP. just a, a, a rough shakeout. Just a rough shakeout. Yeah, right but I mean, he's, at what point is... is he's having, an MVP candidate when he's healthy, for sure. He just, it's not, you know, can't foresee yeah. injuries. And then you had Corey Seager in the NL, which, yeah. not a bad, yeah, yeah, not a bad pick. I don't even know. Did he even get any votes? I doubt it. I don't, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have votes for like the top thirty or something. Like, if you look at Baseball yeah, Reference, yeah, it's like MVP dash yeah. twenty eight or something. Yeah. So, I would imagine he's somewhere on the list. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, sure, one somewhere. third place vote or something. <laughs> Possibly. Um. All right. So then, jumping across, we had. Uh, and again, if if you've been zoned out for the last few minutes, these are our picks from last year. We're not. We're not picking yeah. these guys to win this year. Uh, our standing per, uh, predictions from 2021, we both had the Yankee. In fact, um, no, it was the National League was was the same. American League, we both had the Yankees winning the East. Uh, didn't pan out. No. Both had the White Sox winning the Central. Got it. Well done. I had the Astros winning the West. Well done, Kyle. Good. Nate, for some reason, decided 2021 was the year of the Angels. Not to be. Wasn't. Uh, the wild card, uh, the first wild card spot, I had the Twins. The second, I had the Blue Jays. You had the Blue Jays and the Astros. Tough. Very tough. Yeah. You at least had respectable picks. I don't know what why I decided to go with the Twins. I, I knew they were frauds. Never. Never do it. They they were frauds then. They're frauds now. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, National League, we. We're identical. We had the the Braves out of the East. We had the Cardinals in the Central, which I believe the Brewers came out of the Central. Yeah. Uh, the West, we had the Dodgers. We both had the Padres as the top spot. We were real high on the Padres. I, I mean, uh, to be fair, a lot of people were high on the Padres. Yeah. Like, we, we can't. It was a crazy offseason they pulled off, too. So Yeah, I mean, we can't beat ourselves up for that. Uh, and then we had the Mets in the second wild card spot. Tough. Not a, not a good look. Uh, we had the Dodgers... Winning the National League pennant, we had the White Sox winning the American League pennant. I had the White Sox over the Dodgers, and you had the Dodgers over the White Sox. So, both taking L's there. But yep, I mean, at least for my pick, I was I was going with a more exciting pick. You were just <laughs> you were just going with the chalk. I'm I mean I'm sitting here going, you know what? Let let let's make some noises here, Chicago. Yeah, 
Yeah. Let, let's let's do it. And then you're just going with the cakewalk for the Dodgers to the World yep. Series. A little bit of a cakewalk. <laughs> Tough. Um, last year in our hot takes and predictions episode, you also predicted that Aaron Judge would play over 120 games. Nailed it. Well done. Yeah, and Nailed similar that. to like my Harper. I was the only pick, one on that boat, by the way. No one was on that boat. And you were on that. You, there was an, you didn't have a foot in the water. You were fully on that boat. Yep. And so, yep. like I said, similar to my uh, Harper pick, I feel like you were very much behind that. Yeah. You def, you defended that very strongly to not just to me, but to others as well. Through and through. Um. So credit credit to you on that one. Uh, maybe that should be a thing we do every year. It's like we'll we'll give all of our picks, but then we go back at the end and like identify favorite pick that we identify really... the yeah that we're gonna defend. Like that's the hill we're gonna die on. I, okay, I like that. Okay, remind, remind me to to swing back on that at the end if we haven't remembered to do that. Um, okay. and you also you said your Don would hit a home run over 500 feet. Ah. Actually, nobody hit a home run over 500 feet last year. The closest was Miguel Sano, 495 feet in Fenway. So. I mean that was, that was, yeah. it was a spicy pick. It was, spicy. it was, it was edgy, and that's what we're here for. What we're here for. Whoa, that's that's what we're here for. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, there, there, like I said, there we had a lot of takes. There was some more sprinkled in there, but those were some of the ones that I made note of uh, as I was going back and listening through the old one. Um, but with that said, before we transition into our takes for 2022, how about? We open up with some listener hot takes. Love that. We have a bunch, and so Nate actually came up with the idea. Probably, probably a better call than just doing them all at once. We're going to break them up into two parts. We're going to run through a few here, and then we're going to loop back. I guess we'll probably just round out the episode with with the other half. Um, we'll go from there. I think I got all of them. Fair. There was there was a lot. It's it's very possible I maybe miss miss some. So forgive me if I didn't include yours, but. Uh, there was there was a lot, and there were some good ones, and there were some spicy ones in here. I love spice. You gotta I'm, spice it up. I'm not gonna lie, this somewhere they were they were spicy. A little too much. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but yeah. I like that. There is. I mean, there's there's at least a couple of those every year, and that's yeah. That's again. That's why we do this. It's uh, all about that bold flavor. The goldfish extra cheddar bold. There you go. Caleb says. The Dodgers don't make the playoffs because all the money in the world can't buy chemistry. Wow. I love that sentiment that money can't buy chemistry, but money at the same time can buy multiple MVP winners. Yeah. And I think at some point, even if you're kind of stumbling across the finish line, I think that yeah. finish line carries you to a, a postseason berth. So, yeah. I mean, w- would you agree? Yeah. I mean, that is a hot take. And to be fair, there there are a number of people out there that think that the dot for some reason, maybe they just hate the Dodgers. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if Caleb hates the Dodgers. It, maybe it's a thing. They just hate the team and just want to see him implode. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a, I don't know. a mix of multiple reasons, but people just don't want to see the Dodgers succeed. And I get it. We're just tired of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I get it. Everybody gets burnt out on the, the dynasty teams or like the dominant teams and, even though they haven't really been dominant in any ways. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of same dealing with the same thing with the Yankees. It's like people yeah. stopped caring about them a long time ago because, I mean, what have, they, what have they done? I mean, it's true. Once once a dynasty, no longer. Man, just no fight from Nate. It's sad. It's sad, man. They're, I got no they're, fight. I got no fight. To our listeners, there there once was a day where Nate would, he the claws would come out 
But I mean, you can just, I mean, now, just try it. Hit them up in the DMs. Just say whatever you want about the Yankees, and believe me, you you may just get left on red because there's just no fight there anymore. I it's just, sad. I just we we just pull back in the shadows a little bit. That's all I got to do. Stop talking. If you're a Yankees fan, just stop talking. It's it's not sad. possible for sure. It's not possible as a group. There's always one mouth in there. It's not it's not good for baseball seeing you like this it's just not just i gotta pull back a little bit i gotta withdraw and just well watch from the shadows we'll get we'll get to the standings and all that so i'm curious to see where your your heart truly lies uh but continuing here speaking of the yankees anthony says aaron judge will not sign an extension and he's going to win an mvp a gold glove and he's going to go to a rival and anthony didn't indicate specifically but he has mentioned that he believes that aaron judge will end up on the Red Sox, to which I say, no. I don't know. <laughs> It'll never happen. We attract It'll winners in Boston. I don't I don't think relax. we need Aaron Judge in the clubhouse. Yeah, relax. Just a Anthony, come on, guy. Just a terrible take. <laughs> this is the hot take episode, not the garbage take episode. Joe <laughs> says Dodgers will disappoint because of their subpar defense. I mean, do they have? I don't know if it's that subpar. I mean, it's not tops in the league, but. I mean, we're talking gold glove in center with Belly, gold glove in right with Mookie, Justin Turner at third, Trey at short, Max Muncy at second, Freddie at first. I mean, they're all capable. Will Smith behind the dish. Like, they're all, yeah, they're not schmucks defensively. Not schmucks. Then you got Chris Taylor. Put Chris Taylor wherever you want. Left, second, short, fill in the gap. Give him a mask. Doesn't matter. Catch. They'll be fine. Uh, Vinny says Willie Adamas will be top three in MVP votes. Ooh, that is spicy. I like that. That's that's spicy. Yeah, that's real spicy. How do you okay. feel about this? Marshall says Cassianos wins the MVP. Not just to, we're not talking top three. We're talking wins it. That is wow. That's extra hot sauce at Chipotle right there. Add another scoop on there. I don't know, man. Put him on a team that has potential to do something. You might see a different Nick Cassianos. Who knows? Who knows? A different and better Nick Cassianos. Who knows? I mean, we were talking about it the other day. They were doing a little feature on the Phillies in spring training. I'm like, uh, I texted you. I said, give me the warm and fuzzies, man. I'm, I know. This, give me the tingles. I don't know what it is about the Phillies this year, but I like it. I really like it. Dude, balls. Balls out, just straight balls out. When he came out saying like, "I don't, I don't have a degree. I just, I hit baseballs." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, that's my guy." I think my Didn't favorite he- Cassianos moment, and I saw somebody resurface a clip on social the other day, but it was when it's not the deep drive to left field. No, that I mean, that's that, I'm so done with that. It's so it overplayed. Right, cool, it's like cool, okay, cool, cool. it was. I'm glad it, we're on the same page. About it was that. funny, but we are just milking it. Although you know, yeah. it's going to make a. Com- I mean, it would, to be fair, it didn't really go away, but it, now it's going to be even bigger. It's going to be year. doubled down now that he's with Philly and a new yeah. team and all that. It's going to be a whole new thing. Whatever. Uh, no, but it was when they were interviewing him after the game, and they had the fan. You know how the fan was standing like right there behind the the net, mm-hmm. like. On, to his side and they were interviewing That's the right. fan yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were talking about Manfred and he's just standing there he with his, his arms off. <laughs> he's just standing there with his arms crossed like giving you looks like are you hearing this are you hearing because he didn't want to be on record as saying what the fan was saying yeah. that was that was Pete Castellanos I love that um, Luke says the Yankees only win 83 games this season that's that's pretty ridiculous Luke calm down that's let's I don't I don't understand 
Nate, okay. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad you responded the way you did because it, it begs the question. Did anyone see the Padres not being a five? What was the thing? What was like the running joke that, that I had last year? Because remember, they were just crumbling and crumbling and crumbling. And I said, you know what? The Padres might not even be like a 500 team. No, yeah, I think you're right. I think they we said they wouldn't win. All right, no, no, no. It was 500, and then it went to 80 games. I was like, they surely they have to at least win 80 games. Once once 500 was out the window, it's like the Padres are going to win 80 games, right? They finished 79 and 83. Did anyone see the Padres finishing 79 and 83? And not to mention, they were a better team on paper, and I would I would argue still on the field. Then the Yankees are going into this year, so it's like, what gives you? I don't see why. I don't you're going to sit there and think... tell me that on paper at the start of 2021, not you're also knowing... not there. You're not dealing with a Dodgers team, in the AL East. You're not dealing with a team that's going to absolutely blow out the division. Right. You're going to deal with an entire division that's going to blow out the division. No, I I think that the NL East last year was more competitive than what the AL East will be there this year. That's what Are you I think. Serious? I do think that. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why nobody there would be saw such a the giant. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is not you. I'm asking you this to is pretend as if you didn't even know what happened last year. Like you didn't. You didn't know the Giants were going to be as good as sure. they were. Yeah, understood. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I'm just saying, see- yes, every, it's every, that's why we play. Like nothing could be done on paper. That's why you play the game. But I'm just saying it's. It's ridiculous to say that Luke's take is ridiculous. And I'm not just saying it's because of the Yankees. I've really had to take a take a dose of humility here with, with really any of my takes because it's like we have seen that literally anything can happen. Did anybody sure. see the Nats doing what they did in 19? Did anybody see the Braves doing what they did last year? I get it. That's fine. I don't think it's ridiculous. I'm I'm excited to get to the, the standings projections because I've I can't really get a pulse on where you're at right now with the Yankees Good. because you because you have said you're just like this is this is probably the the least amount of hope that I've had going into a season and now you're sitting here trying to say they're going to win more than 83 games I don't know where you're at right now so maybe we just save that for the standings all right all right that's fine Brendan says the Marlins will get one of the wild card spots that's adorable I I love the Marlins uh well, that is an adorable I pick. I don't know if we love the Marlins as much as we used to. Anymore. Not anymore. I think, I think uh, we're kind of off that train. But I mean, it's just like, and at least got better. The Central is always an issue. The West, as we know, can pretty much guarantee two teams. You don't know what two teams, but I feel like the West is going to guarantee two teams. I don't know. I mean, remember, there's going to be three. We're asking the Marlins to basically be better than the Brewers, Cardinals. Phillies, Mets, potentially Padres, Giants. I I just don't see it. I get what you're going for. We were on board last year. Just know that we're not fully on board anymore. And now I'm actually off the ship. I'm off the Marlin ship. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, I'm you off. got you got to be one Both or the feet other. Feet off. Yeah, yeah I'm you, off on any of this stuff. You can't be one. Th- that's why we do this. We yeah. this is the episode where we plan our. This is the point of the year where we plan our flag. We say, yeah, I'm off. This is where we're at. And look, after after it came out that they weren't seeing eye to eye with with Jeets, it's like, sorry, like we were. I mean, you obviously a big Jeter guy, but even even I came around and I was on board with you. And I'm like, he's taking this team in the right direction. 
And then they're yeah. just like, yeah, but do we have to spend money? Then we're not interested. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> so at that point, I'm, yeah. no more let's go Marlins. That's it. That's a, it's yeah. as simple as that. Uh, Austin says Reds win the NL Central. Come on. Come on, Austin. Just a tip to if you hear your take read and then you hear Nate go, come on. <laughs> Just know that you successfully submitted a hot take. No, I'm just kidding. That's not for everybody. Some sometimes it's it's just a terrible take. But that's I this, this may be one of, of those takes. Jonathan India and Joey Votto and Moose. Who I don't even know who the rest of that roster. You know, like I don't know what's going on. Hunter Green looks like he's going to be filthy though. I do think he's going to be a stud on the bump. But other than that, I have no idea what's going on there. Who really knows? Yeah. Uh, Cole says, Vladdy hits 60 home runs, wins MVP, and the Jays win the World Series against the Dodgers. <laughs> I mean, I Just love the commitment. Through. Yeah. I love the commitment. Like, Full on. Who said this? Cole. Fully on board, Cole. All right, man. I see what you're doing. I love that. Matt says, Orioles aren't the worst in baseball this year. I like that pick, actually. With the fingers crossed emoji. No, no, dude. I like that pick. I think that's pretty solid. I honestly, I mean, you look through that roster, like Mount Castle, Mancini, Cedric Mullins. I'm so excited for Mount Castle. Like that Rushman coming up, like John Means. Like you've got, you've got dudes. Like say what you will about Odor, but like that's a good ballpark for him to hit in. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's, they're gonna be okay. They're gonna be all right. I'm not saying they're gonna be a 500 ball club, but they're not gonna be the worst team in baseball. No shot. I like that. I think they're better than the A's. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cody says Mookie Betts MVP. Interesting. Is it weird that I've just kind of fallen off on Mookie Betts? Like, I I think, I think he's great. Don't get me wrong. Mookie needs to prove he needs to come back with a real vengeance this year. Well, no, but that, but it's not for me, like as a guy who was a fan of his when he was in Boston, I mean, I'm still a fan of just his game and, and all that. I respect it, but it just doesn't excite me anymore. I don't know when that happened. I don't know if it was like this past year or what, but it had it to just, be because the postseason before that, he was all over the place doing his yeah. thing in the Rangers, you know, stadium. So that's true. It had yeah, to be that must year. be, it must've been the, over the course of last season. Uh, Jackson says, can Braves repeat team looks better on paper, but they can ball out. Uh, I think it's definitely doable. Yes. We're going to, we're going to get into that. Jackson. Uh, Tyler says Eloy Lee's and homers. Ooh, I like okay. that. I don't mind that. That's gotta an, stay healthy. That's Keep a refreshing take. That yeah. Those are those are some of my favorites. Like the refresh- leads the like, league or leads all of baseball. Leads and homers. I would imagine the entire all of baseball. Entire yeah, all of baseball. All right, all right. You got your hot takes, and then you got your hot takes that are also kind of refreshing, kind of yeah. kind of inserts a new name or a new face into the conversation. I really yeah. like that. Eloy Lee's league and homers, uh, or all of baseball. Uh, let's see here. La- let's go. Well, let's go one more before we get into some of our takes. Um, Jean says Yanks don't extend extend Judge. They fall out of the race by June. Trade Judge to Tampa Bay, and the Rays sign him long term. The Rays of- ain't signing anybody long term. That's thirty one. So <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> pause on that. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are picking on Judge and trying to get him out of New York. I don't, That's I don't wild. know. Wild. No, I mean, there's. I, I just don't. I, I get. I get what you're saying. I get the the pressure of it. 
but I mean, he has his own section in right field, dude. Like it, the guy runs runs the clubhouse. He's beloved. Um, I just but don't look, see it happening. I, look, I, I think you and I can both agree that we've seen guys that were like, no, definitely stay in put. Most recent example, Freddie Freeman. It's like, I don't think anybody, it's sad it's to say, different. like, I yeah, wish no, baseball I wasn't saying. like yeah. that, but I don't think yeah. anybody is indispensable when it comes to. No, yeah, I don't think around. that either. I just think, I, I think it's more likely that he gets an extension than not. But I mean, I don't, if there is no extension, I, I don't see him being traded. That's Burn down the day. city if he does get traded in division, by the way. Oof, uh, yeah. Every Yankees fan is done if that happens. I just want to go on record going back to uh Anthony's take. If he does get traded to the Red Sox, I'm going to go I'm uh, speaking of planting my flag. I'm going to say right now, not going to be a fan of the move and I'm not going to be a fan of Aaron Judge. Um and if and if if that happens and people recall me saying this and at that time when that when that transaction happens and I'm all kind of like buddy buddy with Judge like, "Oh, this is our guy." Shoot me in the face. Same thing for Carlos Correa for me. Shoot me in the face. Because same exact I, thing. I don't like the, the guy. Yeah, on board you. with you. If he, yeah, same thing. I get it. You gotta, you gotta have that player that you just you're not a fan of, and like you gotta draw the line. Man. Is, yeah, you gotta draw a line somewhere. Correa for me. Judge for you. Makes sense. Cool. A guy, I, an example. A guy that I did, I that I came around on David Price when he got sent to Boston. I was like, oh, I don't like this man. Really, I don't like this. Yeah, because he had the beef with Poppy. And I was like, well, it's Poppy versus everyone else for me. Like, I'm yeah, yeah. always going to side with him. And, you know, they, they got together in spring training and ironed some things out. And they were they were straight. And I was like, all right, if you're straight with Poppy, I'm straight with you. And ended so you're up. Saying, you're saying, like, Donaldson and Gary Cole. Is that for you? That'd be yeah. a similar situation for you. Yeah. yeah as long so, as yeah. the beef is squashed. I've yeah. heard I've heard some hints from you about maybe coming around on Donaldson. I'm, I'm I'll be curious to see how that shakes out this year. It's I mean he's he's on one of the fantasy teams already. So that's true. Well, Interesting. No. Yeah. Uh. All right. Let's uh. Let's draw the line there for hot for listener hot takes. We'll pick up the the second half at the end of the episode. Uh. But let's share some of our general hot takes before we get into specifics with awards and sayings and all that. Uh, so how about how about my friend Nate here open us up? Um, just a little, just a little softy to to toss it out here. Sure, not steaming hot. It is, it is, it's not room temperature, but it's it's pretty. We'll warm. call it a general. We won't even call them general hot takes. We'll just call them just a, general a general take. Take. Uh, Luke Voigt is going to lead the Padres in the home run cat. Wow. Yeah, that's a little spicier than room temperature. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just like him in that ballpark. It's a good hitter's ballpark. He knows how to go the other way. You know, the right field is is somewhat similar to Yankee Stadium. I could just – I see it. So – That's a good fit. I think I said that before, but I, I, I really him like him yeah. in San Diego. Big, and, I'm a big Luke Voigt guy. Like, I'm, I'm on board. So, he's just going to have fun. He's going to ball out. Hopefully, he stays healthy. But yeah, I think he leads. I think he leads the Padres in home runs. I mean, the more I think about it, who he's only going to be competing with Machado, right? Basically, Manny, because uh, Tatis maybe, is out. What? Yeah. What maybe, did we say? Maybe he, Cronenworth. Yeah, that's about I mean, it. But Tatis, really? I mean, he's yeah. going to be out eight or Machado. I mean, because Tatis is going to be out. What we said eight eight weeks. Yeah, that we know. But he, I mean, even though you, you, who knows that guy could come back and just. Yeah, I mean, tear, he, but. he finished with what, 40, 40 plus last season after missing time? Yeah. So, 
Yeah. You like it? I like that. I like that Thanks. pick. Thanks. Um, I don't have specifics. This is more of just a, an outlook kind of take. But for me, because I really liked, I, I saw some glimpses there down the stretch last season. Uh, and he was also in the conversation for fantasy trades in our league last year. Mm-hmm. But after leading the league in losses in 2021, Luis Castillo, whether it be with the Reds or someone else, will have a Lucas Giolito-esque return to being an all-star caliber arm. Love that. I love that. I'll be honest with you. I was fully out on him when when it just went south, and I was like, you can't come back from this. And then, like I I said, I saw some glimpses. And all of a sudden, you got people in our fantasy league clamoring for him for an arm down the stretch where it's like, I need a reliable arm. It's like, you're talking about Luis Castillo, but then you look at it and it's like, well, I mean, he he found something there down the stretch. So I think 2022 is going to be a good year for I like that. I like that. That's That's my first one. one. All right. All right. Are we going? We're just running straight through these, huh? Yeah. Give me number two. Uh, But but back-to-back Dodgers hot takes here. This one I don't know if is as hot and steamy as the Luke Voigt one. Um, Craig Kimbrell will be out in the closer role. He will be done by May 15th. Ooh. Yeah, quick. Wow. Stumbling out the gate. And he's out as a closer. I don't know what that means. What's, I don't yeah, know if it's trade. Say, what's the sliding answer? Sliding back to the seven eight role. Like I don't know. Which is but, a role he will not accept. So no, he may just be out, out. It could be that like baseball jail where it's like you know let's you know the Jacoby Ellsbury hip injury that just it just ends your career. But yeah, Kimbrel out as closer by May fifteenth. Hold me to that date. So what's the answer then for the the Dodgers? Like wh- where do you go from there? I don't know, dude. You slide in there. No idea. I have no idea. They still have Trinan, right? So he's going to be in yeah. that in that uh, setup role to start the season, and then I think maybe uh, they try flip flopping those two. Gratterall maybe True. slides into the setup role. I don't know, but yeah, I'm out. I'm done with Craig Kimbrell. That Love is, that. Yeah, we're done with that. Love that. All right, number two for me. Well, let me backtrack. I don't love that for Kimbrell. I mean, that's <laughs> tough. Tough break for the guy, but I, I like the. I like the creativity behind it, uh, I, especially picks like that. When you give a date, I love that. Yeah, yeah, really it's commitment right yeah, there. That's, that's what we're all about on this episode: is commitment. Uh, number two for me: two of the greatest hitters of our generation, Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera, will both hit twenty plus home runs this year. Hey, and if you do your math, twenty plus puts Pujols at seven hundred. He needs twenty one. And I think Miguel Cabrera, maybe, I think he's going to come out this year with a rejuvenated, significantly improved lineup. Yeah, dude. And he's going to remember why he enjoys hitting baseball so much. Yeah. The the last, uh, I pulled up a number here. The last time Miggy hit 20 was in 2016, but he hit 15 last season. Okay. And that's with pretty much nothing. So yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I you like look that at that pick. improved lineup. You give him a, a little bit of protection. I mean, can call it what you want. I mean, it's not star studded by any stretch, but give him a little bit of help. It's a hot take. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. That's Thank a you. real good one. Thank you. What do you got for number three? All right, flipping this hot cake up. <laughs> Cody Bellinger gets traded. Oh, I thought you. I I heard Cody Bellinger, and I thought it was going to be has an MVP caliber season. Nope. nope. 
The Nate Dodgers says, are done with him. They're moving on. Wow. At any point, but he will not finish the year as a Dodger. Wow. The dude has like 18 strikeouts and like 24 <laughs> plate appearances this year. Tough spring. start for I, Cody. I, I get that like spring is not important, but that shows me a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not important. Like if you're hitting 225, it's like, okay, whatever. But I mean, 18 to 20 Ks to start the spring, that's yeah. that's telling. I think he's done, dude. I think he's done, and it's time to get out of the out of the you know the limelight and go find somewhere to just find your game again. But he will not finish twenty twenty two as a Dodger. Wow, bold. That's hot and steamy, isn't it? That's hot and steamy. That's yeah. that's hot and steamy like it's in a bag on the front porch, man. Bingo. Oof. Bingo. That's it's a good one that's, to round it out with. Yeah. Right. Uh, number three for me. Kind of thinking outside the box here, going a little broad, not specific to any team or player. We will see a 20-plus game winning streak at some point in the 2022 season. Ooh, I like that. That's good. The most That's a good pick. The most recent, as I'm Oakland sure. A's. No, the Indians in 2017. Really? 20, 22 wins. And the Guardians. only reason I remember that is because their Twitter in their Twitter bio, every game that they would win – they would add a W to their name. So like by the end of it, their entire name was just like Windians, but it had, it was like 22 <laughs> W's and it was insane, but it was That's very cool. clever. And uh, so I think, I think, you know, we'll, we'll see somebody do it this year. I like that. I mean, I could take the lazy route and just say it's, just, it'd be the star studded Dodgers, but you know, I mean, it was the Indians in 2017. Let's yeah. That's what I'm saying. You never know. I mean, they, to be fair, they were solid then too, but not, I mean, yeah. they weren't 2022 Dodgers. Good. Yeah. So, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I like it. Those are good. Those are good hot takes. Thanks, man. Yeah. General general takes before we get into our mine awards. are very specific, and we're I just stuck with the NL East apparently. So, <laughs> I like mine that. are well, no. ride or die. Like you're no, just you're the in West. Or out. You went the West, right? Did I say East? I meant West. Yeah, NL West. Yeah, because you had what? It was Voight, yeah. uh, Kimbrel, Kimbrel, Bellinger. <laughs> Tough look for the. Well, no, not for Voight. Not Voight. Giving props of weight, but uh, yeah. Dodgers, man, just ripping them apart. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, next up, we got award predictions. But before we get into that, Nate, tell us about the award winning. Award winning, it's award winning is one thing, but when you like just dominate the entire category of shredded gum, it's just you know that's how that's how it's done. Founded by a former big league left handed pitcher. I'm sorry, big league left handed pitcher. I wish ah. Rob. I'm sorry. Uh, ah. that's, my, that's on me. That's on me, dog. That's on me. <laughs> Founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum and head to Big League Chew's social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram to show off your big league bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers or purchase any of their products directly from their website at BigLeagueChew.com. Big League Chew. Big League Chew. Love that. All right, let's get into the awards, my friend. All right, where are we starting? Starting off with Rookie of the Year. You just want to say it at the same time? I feel good about this. <laughs> I feel I'm really running it back. This. Bobby American Witt. League Rookie of the Year, Bobby Witt Jr. Our take, guy. Take Friend two. of the pod. Friend of take, the pod. Take two. Run it back. Bring him back again. Go back and listen to the episode. We got him when he was 
I feel like he was like 12 years old, apparently. But yeah, it's, it's been yeah. a minute since we had him on. But friend of the pod, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, dude, just let's stoked, run it back. stoked for what he's going to do with the Royals, man. He, he's got pop. He's got speed. He's got drip. Like he looks like a baseball player more oh, than maybe man. anybody I've ever seen in my life. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like he just everything just looks good. An athlete. Yeah. And the uni is clean. Yep. Kansas City, I'm convinced Kansas City just came out they came out with their new line of unis just for just for this. They're like, "You know what? We got this young stud. Oh, let's just a fan, let's dude. Drip Big him out. Fan. He's going to be household name. For sure. Love that. National League Rookie of the Year, I'm curious to get your take on this one. Say a Suzuki. feel like it's kind of a, a cop-out answer, but, you know, just because he's kind of coming in as a veteran. But He's like, what, 45 years old? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think he's just – I think he's going to tear it up at Wrigley. How old is uh, – no, he's only 27. I feel like he's in his late 20s, yeah. He's 27. I thought he was much older than that. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean you're 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 picking a, a grown man for a, yep, a boys yep. award here. Yep, giving him grown man status already. Unreal. So. I mean, to be fair, Wander Franco is going to be thirty. Yeah, eligible <laughs> for this award. So maybe we'll. Go I with think him. a Rosarena found a way to be a potentially eligible again at like forty. Yeah, he's just run it back. You he's going to game the system. I mean, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, I went with Bryson Stott. Love that. That was my second pick. I think I'm like I said I I'm getting the tingles with Philly this year and yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Alec Bohm but that's what I was going to ask so you're I out on Bohm kind of That's kind of where I'm leaning and I yeah. think a, a, a lot like some writers and some other um people that are closer to the team are kind of thinking along those same lines yeah. um but they're just from what I've from what I've discovered is that and I think Girardi even they even asked him about this point blank and I think they're just trying to figure out how to approach that situation because from yeah. what I from what I read I think Stott has had a good spring or at least a, yeah. a, a decent spring and Alec not so much and so Plus trying, the, the rapport with Bryce already it's there dude I'm telling yeah. you and so I think they're just trying to dance around how to handle Alec because they're trying they're wondering okay like if we send him down is that going to screw with his confidence yeah and are we ever going to be able to get him back and maybe right. I don't know ship him somewhere like I don't I don't know what yeah. they would do with him but it's a tricky situation but I think at the end of the day Philly's going to recognize that there's a real opportunity to win yeah. a significant yeah. amount of games this year and maybe make a run at this thing and so I I would hope for their sake that they're not going to play around with this situation too long they're just going to make a decision and go with it and I I'm think when you. they do yeah. it's going to be with Bryson and I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna take the who's, award. Who's who's starting the year at second for them? Why am I drawing a blank? Um, is it Segura? Gene Segura. Yep. Good call. Yeah, that's that's right. interesting. Um, I could see potentially moving on from Gene Segura. I think they'd probably find a suitor for him quicker than sure than Bohm. Yeah. So potentially, you know, letting Stock come in at second. Um, Girardi loves Didi, so that's not going to happen. Plus a little lefty bat in there towards the bottom, you know, back end of the lineup, bottom half of the lineup for Didi. So like, I, I just think he's, he's not going anywhere. So it's either at second or third. I'm with you. Yeah. I like that pick though. Big fan of that pick at the expense of, unfortunately, probably Alec Bohm. 
Yeah, and like I got nothing against him, and I I hope yeah. I wish him all the success in the world, but I I don't know what it is, Bryce. Like uh, aside from the fact that he helped us boost sales big time with the MV3 <laughs> shirt last fall <laughs> when the award when Bryce won MVP, like aside yeah. from that, I just to, for me, and I think you can speak to this too. Rapport is huge, chemistry is huge, mm-hmm. and nothing against Alec, but when you got literally you've got Bryce's roommate. Like waiting yeah. in the wings, ready, ready to go. Yeah, it just and, it just makes sense. And like we've said right. before, making bright it's it's not the ultimate goal for the Phillies, but keeping your MVP happy is key. And I yeah. think that that kind of I think it bleeds out into other aspects of the clubhouse and the organization. If he's happy, then I think I think you're fine. I agree. And then like just kind of touching on a little bit of like what Harper can provide is is that like veteran support under my wing kind of thing when you're first coming up Jason Worth i.e. Jason Worth for Harper you know with the Nationals like come under my wing this is how you be a pro Bryson's been living with Harper he's already learning that stuff he may already be there to where he understands mentality of being a pro that's a big big thing I don't think that's anything to overlook so I like it Makes sense, and like you said, like add to uh, uh, add a little bit of what you're going to be doing this year. Add some excitement, even more so, to what the Phillies could possibly do this year. Yeah, add Great to pick. the add to the culture, add to the excitement, add to the momentum. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna make a prediction right here, right now. Rice and Sot's going to win the National League Rookie of the Year, and then we're going to get him on the pod at the end of the season. We've already been go. talking about it. He's, he's yeah, we're already in communicado with him, so yeah, we're good. He, he, he'll he'll be on here at some point. Uh, and, Presumably, it will be with the National League Rookie of the Year award. Uh, Bryce is in the background. Just Bryce will be in the, the background. Yeah. yeah, and we'll, we'll maybe we'll we'll pepper some questions at Bryce too. Yeah. Uh, MVP. Let's start with the other ones. Let's leave MVP. Let's start with the other ones. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Actually, yeah, I like that. I like that. Let's yeah. go. Uh, let's go. Cy Young. Okay. You gonna you gonna start AL or NL? Did I? I didn't I open this episode saying that we were sitting at B Dubs last night, or was that off uh-huh. air? Yeah, yeah. I thought I mentioned. Yeah, so we were watching yeah. nationally or the the national championship game last night, and I gotta say, this I was stuck on this pick forever. Like I've been I've been trying to figure out who I who I want to go with, mm-hmm. and like I said, it was a relative game time decision. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up going with Dylan Cease. Really? Yeah. Okay. I know a little bit of a little bit of a shocking pick there, plus twelve hundred. Wow. For the Vegas odds. All right. And just to give a little hint, my other Cy Young, also plus 1,200 odds. I might just get a shirt that says plus 1,200. <laughs> that'll be my thing Got to throw year. money on those. Um, I don't know. I, mine aren't too spicy, to be honest with you. I'll just be pretty straightforward with that. Um, I got Justin Verlander coming back and doing Wow. That it, to yeah. me, that's spicy. We that's just spicy? got okay. We right. just got done talking about it. We were talking uh, some fan, potential fantasy trades, and we were talking Verlander. And yeah. I just there's, I, to, okay. To be fair to Verlander, because I think he's earned this in his career. There are question marks, but there's not as many question marks as there would be for somebody else in this situation. Yeah, I think he's earned I agree. At least that. With that said, though, you just don't you just don't know. You just don't know. And so to I pick know. him as your Cy Young winner, that's I respect it. I, I don't know why I, I've always liked veteran starters, specifically veteran starters with a veteran manager. There's just something about yeah. like it's it's that we understand each other 
I understand you know yourself. You you know you know. I feel like Dusty's like yo Verlander. Like you tell me when you're done. You know what I mean? Like that. That's the kind of understanding I think they're gonna have. Um, I don't really consider age too much of a factor, considering he has like a full year off at this point. So I maybe some shaky starts in the beginning of the year, but I feel like he goes back to to Verlander stuff. And just to remind everybody, like, hey, I've got a gorgeous wife, I have rings, and I'm a stud, and I'm coming back for that trophy. Love that. I think you caught me a little off guard there, prefacing it. Nah. Picks aren't all that spicy. Then I you didn't think Verlander. it was that spicy, but, I mean, you, you kind of – you brought me to that level. Well, there there would probably be some people that would agree with you, and there I would think that maybe there's some people that would agree with me that maybe not yeah. as bland of a pick as you made it out to be. <laughs> My National League Cy Young winner, starter, if, if I recall, correct me if I'm wrong here, starter of the final game of the World Series, Atlanta Braves own Max Freed. I like that. I like that because I have him on my fantasy team. You like so. that? I got I'll Dylan Cease on my fantasy team. So <laughs> here's the great year for both of them. That's like that's it. my pick. That's good, dude. That's good. Yeah. The only the only potential issue that I could see Freed running into is maybe like an innings issue, especially if he gets dinged up at all injury wise and yeah. maybe has to miss some games. Yeah. Um is maybe just not getting that unspoken threshold that you always yeah. hear referenced. Um, but if if he's able to stay healthy and do what he's capable of doing, he is, to me, worthy of a Cy Young award. See, for me, I think, I think it's a risky one because if you consider the number of new bats in the NL East, the number of new bats coming in, new hitters that I don't know if he's going to have, and it goes both ways, you know, the same way he may not have a particular game plan of getting them out. They may not have a particular game plan of how to hit off of them, but we're talking about good hitters that came into that league or in that division. So makes me a little nervous for Frito, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But speaking of comfort in their division, I'm I'm riding the Walker Bueller train. Um, I know it's been somewhat of a shaky spring, but I, I think it's just like he he's now the guy in the rotation. And he has a you know a lineup of support that is probably better than ever. Comfort in this division, understands how to get guys out. Big name, you know, and Tatis not being healthy for the start of this season, you know, so just a lot pointing to to old Walker for me. I respect it. I was on the fence. It's a safe I was, pick. It's a safe pick. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was thinking about going with him, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. Spice it up. I liked it. I, I'm spicy. I like your bit. spicy. Yeah. Maybe go with a little. I just I tried to balance out how spicy I wanted to be this year. I was too spicy last year. Yeah, too hot. A little spice last year. Rain yeah. it in a little bit. I, yeah, I just, respect it. Yeah, I respect it. Um, all right. If I mean, if we're gonna save MVP for the end, we might as well just knock out uh, yeah. the other two that we have here. Let's go. Comeback player of the year. All right. I feel like this was kind of cheating. Like right. For both of these, am I am no. I off the mark here? No, I went spicy here. Did you really? Yeah. All right. Well, then let's hear who you got for the AL comeback player of the year. I went Glaber Torres. Really, really down year last year. Looks pretty good in the spring. We're talking about him being at his normal second base position again. We're talking about a you know a little bit of a more top heavy lineup to where he can slide down to like six, seven, maybe five at the most. Um, 
seen him lead off a couple times this spring. So, like, I, I feel good about it. He's talked about how much more he's in his legs as a hitter. But the comfort of not playing shortstop every day and not having that, like, hey, you're a bad shortstop said to you every day, I think it'll help him relax a little bit. So I'm going Glaber. Jeez, that seems like a much more well-thought-out pick than mine. I, uh, <laughs> I, I feel weird even saying this, but I went with Mike Trout. Like, is yeah, that no, it? I get it. I get it. That's what, immediately where my head went. Is that allowed? Right I, it, just, it just feels weird coming off the <laughs> tongue. And so will my next pick. Like, it, it's just we were faced with a weird year last year where a yeah. lot, of, lot of big names. I mean, I know yeah. that happens from year to year on on a on any given basis but yeah i just feel like last year we missed out on a lot of guys and i don't know i just think if mike trout does anything even close to what he's capable of doing i just feel like it's a a, a given but yeah I don't, to be honest with you i don't really know how they judge that that process like what the criteria because i don't think there's any real criteria i think it is more about like the, it's a gut feel almost. Yeah, yeah i don't know i mean like mancini was an easy pick Right. Regardless of like the emotional. Injured. Yeah. Like the emotional. Medical comeback. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I really don't. I feel like, I, I mean, I, I could see you very well just being correct. Honestly, if he just has like a average season, Mike Trout's probably going to get that. So it's a safe pick. You got to sprinkle in the safe picks. Yeah. That's nothing fair. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I just didn't even know because it's Mike Trout. Like, I just didn't even know if he was eligible. eligible. Like, <laughs> sorry, dude. You're too yeah. good. You can't. You're too good. You can't win this. Anybody yeah. that has multiple MVPs is is not allowed to win this award. Yeah. I mean, my like, so that's like my I wanted to be different by choosing Glaber. Obviously, if if Justin Verlander is gonna win the Cy Young, there's a very real potential he could win the AL comeback of the you know, comeback True. player of the year too. Yeah, yeah. So I just oh, I wanted a, to be different a little bit. But that's a solid I didn't even think about that. I could see him winning both. Shoot. Yeah. If he wins Cy Young, he's definitely gonna get the comeback player of the year too. For right. sure, yeah. So. Wow, didn't even think about that. That's a yeah. that's a good pick because yeah. that's a that's more the medical. I mean, Trout. Unfortunately, it was just yeah, just ran into some bad luck. But yeah, Verlander coming back and winning a Cy Young. Yeah, Oof. that's a good story. So I that's could see him story. getting both of those. So that's kind of like my my in parentheses name. Sure, you know that's fair. Yeah, like a one B. Um, and now I'm going Christian Yelich. Um, I think uh, I, I haven't been on board the last few years. I think I'm on board with the this Brewers, is the dude. Yeah, I think I, I'm on board. Okay, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know I'm what? There. We've, we've kind of, you know, we've taken the whole Dwight, Andrew Bernard, Shun thing a little too. We, we, we've ran that. It's it's run its course. Yeah, it's we, run we've its We've shunned course. the Brewers for, for an appropriate amount of time. I think it's time yeah. to finally get on board. And knowing that, they're probably just going to, plummet this year probably luck, but yeah no this is uh, i i'm glad we're on board there i think yeah. this is the year where we can we can come around on them yeah and i mean like willie adamas and you got hunter renfro giving a little more protection in that lineup like a little less pressure on christian yelich i just hope his back holds up and i i see him i don't know about mvp form but you know returning to good if not great status not down in the dumps christian yelich. yeah yeah i like that uh, another kind of just easy fill in pick for me, Ronald Acuna Jr. It's yeah. again, it's just weird coming like rolling off the tongue. Like, yeah, both of the Mike Trout and Ronald Acuna Jr. comeback player of the year. Wow, yeah. really spicy for old KC. <laughs> love, love those picks. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, not much to say there. I mean, 
two similar, safe picks. Not similar wrong. for my Trout logic, if he just comes out and does half of what he's capable of doing, it yeah. seems like a lock for me. So yeah, not much to expand on there. What do we got? Manager of the year now? Um, yes, manager of the year and then MVP. Look, uh, uh, starting the AL again. Yeah, let's yeah. go AL. All right. I, you want to send I, it? I know. I know you've been leading us off here, but I just got to jump in and say. Go ahead. Go ahead. American League manager year. Look, he's not going to win it, but he should because of how I feel about this team this year. But Scott surveys. That's the me. Seattle let's Mariners. go. I had him there too. I just, I just yes. feel like he's again. I'll say it. He's not going to win it. Which, for the record, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I nailed, think he could. I nailed the uh, uh, American League manager of the year award last year. I said. I said. Or no. Oh, no, it was Dusty Baker. That's what it was. I thought I was going to nail the pick because I went with Tony La Russa. I was like, they're uh, literally, yeah. literally going to put him on his shoulders because he's he has trouble <laughs> walking, and they, they're going to carry him to the manager manager of the year award. I was close, though. I feel like I was I like close. the Scott Cervais pick. I'm with you, though. Yeah, Scott Cervais, I'll say it again. He, I'm just going to say it right now. This is not one of my, quote, favorite picks because I know that it's, he's I just like not going to do it. I don't know why not. I mean, he was why right not? There. You're he right. Was right there last year. You're right. You're right. I, I take right back right there in I the said. conversation last year. I take back what I said. He can win it. Scott can do it. Let's yeah. go, Scott. Let's go, Scott. Not Mariners. Not Let's, not Mariners. Let's go, Scott. Well, uh, it's easy. a little bit of both. You need the Mariners to do easy well, there. but like I'm not. They're not. I'm not. They're not the new Marlins for me. Are they the new Marlins for you? I don't know. We'll see. The standing segment will will reveal will reveal all. All right, who do you got in the NL? National League, you know, we just talked about it. I think this is the year we finally come around. I'm going Craig Council. Yeah. first It'll be his first time winning yeah. the award, which is hard to believe considering what yeah. he's done with that club. Yeah, he's always in the conversation. But, yeah, I, th- I think that team is just the, – the pitching has just settled in and gotten really good. I like that they held on to Hater. Like, I'm just – I'm huge. a fan of what they're doing Williams also was just like the most disgusting changeup out there. And then you got, you know, the top of the rotation between Woodruff and Burns. And like, yo, all right, Brewers. Okay. I like it. It's a good pick. That's good my pick. Who do you got? Uh, I got Bob Melvin. Let's go. That's a great pick. Yeah. Like, he, you we all know how he can manage, but like now he's in a clubhouse that like is, is all one goal. Like the whole organization has one goal. And that's why I always felt like he was missing in, in, in Oakland, you know, like the, just, it was, you could tell like the front office was like, well, you know, if we, we tear it up, you know, we may have to sign these guys long-term. Clearly we don't (laughs) want to do that. So, you know what I'm saying? So like now he's going to an organization that is willing to support him, willing to go out there and get pieces he needs throughout the season. Um, I think the Padres are going to have a good year. I think Bob Melvin is one of the best managers in baseball. I think he's got the award. That's a great pick. Thanks. Love that. Thanks. Yeah, to be honest with you, you haven't really shared many picks uh, that I've just been Thanks. in total disagreement with you. We'll see about these. So We'll see, <laughs> we'll see about we'll MVP see and in the standings, but as of right now, uh, holds up holds up pretty. Thanks, man. Thanks. Pretty well. Um, all right. Well, I mean, do you just want to get into it? Or would you Let's rather just hear, get right into do it? Do you want to? Well, do you want to hear about Sea Geek first? Yeah, give, give, give yeah, Sea Geek. Give me. We're gonna, me we're gonna seats. build this up. Don't you dare skip. I know you're listening. You're going. Oh, let me get to the MVP. No. See, at this point now, we're just gonna like, we're just gonna 
what is that a 30 second skip so we're like you're clearly went you went too long we're just gonna yeah we're you might be right in the middle of the ad read then you got to run it back 15 seconds yeah, we're we're gonna milk this we're gonna milk this out this is you on you what? guys this, this on is you a, guys. this is punishment for skipping so congrats you you probably think i'm talking about theater performances right now but we're not we're not just take a little pause you know what Let, let's uh yeah. let's Let's just let's sit on this. Let's let's uh let's just milk this out. Yep. Yep, maybe a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little longer. That that probably feels good. That feels right. Nate, let me tell you about SeatGeek. It's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? People listening right now are probably like, did they add to the intro of the SeatGeek ad read cuz this is awfully long. Yeah, they don't this know. This is awfully long. Uh, do you have plans of friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out with SeatGeek? SeatGeek! SeatGeek! You can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances. Yes, Nate, theater performances with just a few easy clicks. Or make it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time, the next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code the the number three the number zero take pod. That's the three zero take pod at checkout to save twenty dollars instantly off your first purchase as a first time user. So all you got to do to save some of that. Good hard cash. Enter promo code the number three the number zero take pod. That's the three zero take pod at checkout. Seat geek. Seat geek. All right. Let's get into the AL or NL. What are you feeling? What's more spicy let's go, for you? Let's go AL. It's just the trend. Let's we'll start with AL. Start at five. Yep. Start at five. Work our way up. And, you know, uh, alternate. No, then we'll switch to just... National League. Yeah. Let's let's okay. alternate. All right. Who do you got at five? Well, let me just say, similar to my Cy Young American League pick, where I was just struggling. I, I mean, I was laboring. It. I sat there and stared at my phone for what seemed like hours, days even, maybe even months, just sitting there staring at my phone, trying to come up with my my top five MVP vote-getters for the American League. Honestly, feel, both leagues. I feel deep about the AL. I feel deep about that top five. All right, well, I'll just go ahead and say that I have Mike Trout as my number five. Ooh, okay. All right. So I don't know how... That shows how, depth. Yeah, I mean, to to be fair, and and you can go back and check it out, with the exception of last season, which obviously he wasn't going to be in contention for, and the very first year he was in Major League Baseball, every other year he has not finished below fifth mm. in MVP voting. All right, that's that's like thing. you can add that to your resume, like by itself. Literally, like, yeah. Basically. Even if you don't win the award, you've never <laughs> finished below fifth in the MVP yeah. voting. Probably pretty good. That's wild. Good. Uh, you'll like this one, Rafi Devers at five. Wow. Um. Just uh, the most professional hitter, I think, in that lineup. Just an absolute stud. Uh, terrifying. Anytime the Yankees play him, I never know what that guy's capable of. Um, just hits in any ballpark. It, the guy's a stud. So, yeah, going five for him. This is where you like, I. he's had his breakout seasons. He's obviously known. He's highly touted by the Red Sox. But, like, just feel like now the rest of the league is going to be introduced to Rafi Devers this year. I respect it. I would uh, I'd agree with you on that. Who do you got at, uh, or no, do I go four? Yeah, you go four. Number four. I think you're going to get transparency, no bias, respect for, for old KC on this pick. I'm going to go Aaron Judge at four. 
All right. All Thank right, you. guy. Thank you. Tip, tip All right, of the cap. Guy. Thank you. You know, do you have any support for this? Is it just the gut feel? Well, when I was when I was the 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 fact was revealed to me this off season that over I don't even remember the exact detail, but it was like over the last three seasons, two, three seasons that Aaron Judge has played more games than Mike Trout, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I mean, I know I just love ragging on the guy, but maybe it's not as bad as maybe I make it out to be in right, my head. Right. That's kind like, of what my argument was last year is that, like, it was just kind of fluke stuff. I don't think it's a nagging injury that bugs him every year. So, I mean, that combined with, you know, maybe just a little gut feel. I was like, yeah, let's put him up there for it. Might, maybe have a good year. It won't amount to anything, but – yeah. Maybe maybe he individually <laughs> will have a good year. <laughs> All right, fair. Fair. Stick to your guns. I gotta that's, respect it. That's what I got it for. <laughs> uh four I got I got Vladdy Jr. Um it, I don't think it's gonna be any kind of like you know, it's no jab against him. I don't I don't think he's gonna be able to repeat what he did last year, but I don't see like a big drop off. I just see better years from other guys. Well, I'll be honest with you. I well, I, I don't want to reveal anything, but if I'm Vladdy, I'll just say this. If I'm Vladdy, I'm I I mean I'm coming into this season motivated, no doubt. And sure. being uh, and recognizing what this team is going to be capable of, like at least on paper and he he even said the other day. He was the one that said the whole movie trailer quote, right? Mhm. Yeah, yeah, it's like he he's definitely excited, but if I'm Vladdy, I'm just thinking back on last year a little bit. Even if you're not doing that now, you probably spent the yeah. offseason going if if I was able to do what I just did and couldn't yeah. win the MVP, it's like, yikes. See, see, this is my only thought process behind the Blue Jays this year, and I won't, uh, you know, leak any information here. But like, I now there's expectations. They didn't have expectations, right? This was just the young boys club that they we can't wait to see what they're capable of. Now this is like, all right, well now, you know, the front office started making moves to support this this roster make a run. Now there's expectations, right? They always say it's harder to stay in the big leagues than it is to get to the big leagues. So is there some kind of potential slump coming for Vladdy? I don't know. That I think it could kind of come into the equation a little bit. So that's why I got him at four. It's no knock on him. I just feel like there could be a little bit of a, hey, they got high expectations. They've never had these expectations, you know, together as a group before. So we'll see. I like that. All right. Uh, number three for me, Luis Robert. Love that pick. Love that pick. Uh, look, I'll be honest with you. If you would have asked me maybe like two months ago. Yeah. If I had to pick somebody other than Shohei. Yeah. No, I'll say this. Cause again, I don't want to reveal anything. Shohei wins the American league MVP last year. Yeah. Within minutes. If you were to ask me who, who do you think is going to win the MVP next year? Mm-hmm. I probably would have said either Luis Robert or Aaron Judge because I was okay. thinking that this offseason. But then I was yeah. like, you know what? My my feelings have changed. They've shifted a little bit. So okay. for me, they're at three and four. All right. But if you would have asked me, like there were, all, all that to say, there were points this offseason where I had both of them slated at one point or another as my number one for the MVP. But alas, here we are. Fair enough. Who do you got at three? I got Mike Trout at three, um, which kind of, contradicts my you know comeback player of the year but whatever I mean it's 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 Mike Trout like you said if he's capable of doing you know just an average season for him it's an MVP con you know conversation every time so 
I got him at three. I mean, if you if you're betting on this, you, I just told you he's never finished below fifth yeah. in in years that he's eligible for it. It's a so solid safe bet. So. Just put somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if they if they take those types of bets or parlays, but get get Mike Trout in your in your top five. Snag that twenty bucks he saved from Seat Geek. Throw it on Mike Trout. There you go. Finish in top five. Boom. You may win like two two bucks, but you'll yeah. win something. You'll come out a winner. Yep. Um. Number two for me, Shohei Otani. I knew it. I knew it. Did you know it? I knew that you didn't have him one. I knew well, that. Well, I already kind of alluded to that. I, yeah. It's just too easy of a pick. I just don't. I don't like I don't like easy picks. Even if in my heart of hearts I believe that he's capable of just winning MVP every year for the next 10 years, it's like I don't. You're not going to find me pick Shohei. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I'm gonna put my foot in my mouth here and and write off future picks, but safe to say I'm probably not gonna pick Shohei again just for the sake of these picks. Like it's not fun, it's not enjoyable, it's boring. Sure. I don't care yeah, what anybody says, it's boring. I do agree. So I'll spice it up a little bit. He's at he's at two for me. Who do you got? I'm gonna go two and one here. Anybody that's been listening for a while knows my number one. You've already said his name. So two, going Aaron Judge. Um, you know, for reasons said before, I just it just seems right. It seems like, you know, he's due for the extension. He's due to kind of live up to the contract a little bit and, like, you know, live up to the hype. He has coming off a full, you know, pretty full season. So, like, just makes sense. So, going Aaron Judge. Number one, Luis Robert. I said it literally last year. I'm riding it all the you way out. Uh, watching him, it took a half of a game to watch him. And I was like, okay, I'm all in. 100% all in freak of nature dude is a freak absolute stud got the drip got the support in the in the lineup just got to stay healthy so i'm going Luis robert number one mvp got to ride that out i said it a while ago i'm sticking with it your man of your word whether you said it on this podcast or you texted me it's documented somewhere that you yep. you were on board with Luis robert um yep i won't say i'm surprised that you rode this pick out but i'm i'm pleased Thanks. Thanks. That man. you that you that you settled on on Appreciate that. Luis says you're number one. I respect it. Number one for me. I'm allowed like one homer pick, right? Yeah. Rafael Devers. Rafael Devers. I, I mean, was expecting Xander, but good for you on a better I, argument I, on in Trust Rafi. me, I wanted to pull the trigger on Xander, but I was like, <laughs> you know what? Let me at least make let me at least go with a pick that has some reason behind it. And it he's he's due for a bag. Like a massive just, bag, he rakes. One of the one of the best hitters in the game. Yeah, and now <laughs> you're talking about more protection as well. Like there's more going on in that lineup than he had arguably his entire career so far. I right? Mean, it, it just makes sense for me. It's like, so Doogie kind of coming into his thing. Like Trevor Story added to that. I, it's all lining up. Yeah, like, let me backtrack a little bit. That's not even really a homer pick. And I'll be honest with you, it, it wasn't to take the Red Sox out of it. It's, I, I just told you, it was, for me, it was either Aaron Judge, Luis Robert, or Rafael Devers. And I just yeah. went with a guy that I thought is just going to mash baseballs this year. I mean, they're they're all going to they're all gonna perform well, but I just think mm-hmm. Rafael Devers is due. I mean, he, like, like you already said, he's already, he's not due for a breakout year. Because if you look at his numbers, he's already one of the best third basemen in the game. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're just waiting for this for him to just pop off. Like right. He's he's done that. He's yeah. he's been there, done that. So I went with Rafael Devers because 
I think this year he's even going to take it up another level beyond yeah. what he's already done, like we just talked about, and therefore win the win the MVP. That's my pick. Yeah, I don't disagree with you at all. I, don't, I really don't. It's I, I hate to admit it, but like he is, I, that's the guy you game plan for every time you come into town. You have to. That is the one hitter you pick out that you have to just make sure he doesn't beat you, and he still finds a way. Which so I get it. Continuing my honesty and transparency here, it it probably wasn't until this year, this spring training, the start mm-hmm. of the 2022 year, it it took probably that long for me to come fully around on Rafael Devers. Yeah. I, I love him as a player. I love having him on the team. I think he's an incredible, gifted hitter. But he's when still people... too. He is. But when yeah. people would ask me, they'd say, who would you rather have up at the plate? I would say J.D. Martinez. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. would look at me like I have four eyes. But I'm just, I, and I'm like, honestly, I couldn't explain it. I'm like, I know <laughs> I, I watch Rafael Devers every night. But for I just don't know what it was. I couldn't come around on him to the point that I'm at now where I'm, I've got him as my MVP. But finally came around on him. So here we are. A man can grow. That. A man can change. Yeah. Also, I mean, I'll kind of take a step back here. If you were paying attention, I don't have Shohei in my top five. Dude, that's that's spicy. That alone is a hot take. That alone is a hot take. That might be your hottest take of the the episode of all the things you've said. Uh, National League. You want to start? You want me to start? I'll go ahead and start. Number five for me, Nolan Arenado. Oh, okay. Look up his MVP right. history. He's, he's got always the, sniffing in there. He's yeah. he's he's always been sniffing around his whole career. Take into account, and I even added a little note here to remember to say this. Think about who the Cardinals just acquired. Think about the impact that one of the greatest hitters of our generation, if not the greatest hitter of our generation, think about the impact that he is going to have on a guy who already has the game on lock def- <clears throat> Excuse me, defensively, and then you bring in a guy like Albert Pujols, and you just put them in a room together, and you say, just, just talk hitting. Mm-hmm. Nolan Arenado, you're gonna see an uptick. I'm I convinced. Like All right, I'm offensively. So he's he's not my number one, but he's in my top five. All right, I like it. I'm going Bryce Harper, number five. Uh, the lineup got better. Obviously, coming off a, an MVP season, I think he like solidifies who he is and what he does and what he's capable of this next year. Doesn't have to be a winning MVP season, right? It just needs to be in that top five of just showing that, like, hey, this is the real Bryce Harper. Put all the rest out out the window. This is who he is. Oh, I'm so excited about the Phillies, man. I'm <laughs> so excited. Um, I don't know why. I'm just excited about the Phillies this year. That might be my – It might be your team. We may stay in the division with the let's go – we may just transition, let's go Marlins, let's go let's Phillies. Go I Phillies. don't know. Yeah. All right. That might be the move. All right. Uh, number four for me – Puts on put some respect on this man's name, Austin Riley. Oh, okay, all right. I was big, and that was so. We talked about having like favorite picks, like looking back and like throw all the mm-hmm. other ones out the window, but like these yeah. are my picks. This was probably well, that the, was one of your hot takes last this year, was, right? Yeah, this was the one B, and I actually don't think this was in our hot takes episode, but it was in the division preview breakdown okay, episodes yeah. we did. Yeah. And I was real high on Austin Riley. So that was like my one B where I was like, I'm telling you, give this man a position full time and just let him go out there. Don't have him looking over his shoulder like, oh, like who's breathing down my neck to take my position? Just let him go yeah. out there and play. And look what he did. 
Yeah. And I think he's going to continue that. So that's why I got him in top five. I got him at four. I like it. Four, I'm going Freddie Free. I think uh, he just does his thing. What if Freddie does? You know, it won't bother him being in L.A. I don't think any of that will get to him. He's just – that's the type of hitter he is where, I, you know, he gets in a slump and he's just like, whatever, I'll just I'll just hit line drives over the shortstop. And he gets out of it. And then he starts hitting the ball at the ballpark and doing his normal thing. So, Freddie Free in a better eh, – I won't say better in just as, a, as good of a lineup. I I couldn't do it, man. I'm not even a Braves fan, and I was just kind of – that whole thing rubbed me the wrong way. I couldn't, done. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't put him in my top five. I think he's he's great, but I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Uh, number number three for me, right? Is that yeah, where we're at? Number three for you. Number three, Ronald Acuna Jr. Give him that comeback player of the year award, and oh, yeah, by the way, let's put you top five MVP voting. Why not? Yeah, I like that too. Uh, Did you? I I tell you what I've seen. I admittedly I have not been following spring training or really any content surrounding spring training as much as mm-hmm. I have in the past this this season. Just could I mean, you and I were talking about it. We've just been super swamped with yeah. just life. But if there have been some videos of him just getting mm-hmm. cage work, like he's out on the it. field. He's, yeah, he's Ooh, feeling it. He is feeling it. He is back, dude. He well, is it's gonna so help. ready is the DH. I mean, he's going to be able to just kind of ease into getting back in the field. He was not going to play in in right field every day. So they're going to let him, you know, DH some some time and, you know, let him ease back into playing time. Plus you have Eddie Rosario who can play, you know, the outfield just as just as well. Adam Duvall, Azuna, you name it. Like you have guys that can fill in 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 the outfield to until he feels ready. So I like that pick. I like it. Um 3 for me, the guy that replaced Freddie Matt Olson. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's top five in, in MVP votes last year as well. If not three. Can't remember. Um, just settle in. Settle into that lineup. Better lineup. At home. Family showing up. An already just ready to go championship team. Matt Olson just blends in perfectly. I like that. I he when I when I told you I was sitting there at B dubs. Going back and forth, he was a name that I was just trying to find a place to squeeze in. I yeah, fortunately, just didn't make the cut. But I, I'm very much excited for. I am too. What's in store for the Braves and for Matt Olson? Um, where are we at? Number two, uh, Juan Soto, hmm. coming back with a another. See, I feel like the problem with Soto is is I just don't know how long you can maintain a positive outlook. If you're Juan Soto, like you just, yeah. you have nothing to look forward to right nope. now. Yeah, nothing that's... to kind of, nothing to get you excited. And I just yeah. don't know how much of, how much of an impact that has on him. And I just don't know, still being a younger kid, I just don't know how well he's able to compartmentalize and just be like, look, I got to set that aside for the time being until, until contract talk comes up, until that time arrives, I'm just going to have to set that aside and just go out and play ball. Like, he's he's done it well enough to this point but that's that's my point is i just don't know how how many times you can do this to where yeah. you you just step up to the plate and you're like i don't why why am i here like what am i doing? yeah yeah i i left him off my top five only because there's just nothing else in that lineup outside of nelly cruz to to really help him and i just feel like you know if you're ever going to play the nationals you're just like we have to beat this team and you know there's only one guy we really have to avoid so i don't think he's going to get 
the whole lot to hit this year. Um, you know, I he could probably break the record in walks, you know, for all we know, just because they're going to avoid him. You could make the argument, though, that his second half last year, which was great, Similar especially to, as an on-base machine, yeah. that, I mean, the, the lineup situation, which speaks yeah. to just how good he is and what he's able yeah. to do with, with pitches that obviously aren't ideal, aren't in his wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, the, guy, the guy's a freak, but... I do get it. I just don't know if it's more of a uh, a positive outlook thing as as much as it is a yeah. It's a lot of factors a lineup against a him. lineup situation or vice versa. Um, he was he was two for you or yeah, three? He was two, two for you. Did you number go two, two for me? No. Returning to the limelight, we already talked about a Mookie Mookie Betts coming back. Oh boy, back to the conversation. Back to what he's capable of doing. Lineup's gotten better. Like it, yeah. I just, I don't know. I like it. And he's got to be, in, you know, more comfortable in LA at this point. So I respect number, it. Yeah. Number one for me. Is that, is that where we're at? You're at one. The first repeat winner since 2012, 2013. And the first Philly to repeat since 1980, 1981, Bryce. Harper running it back <laughs> run it back baby Bryce Harper number one wow I'm I'm wow. telling you dude I'm all in on the Phillies this year and I just think you you sprinkle in some some offensive threats to further solidify a lineup that he was able to carry last year and I I feel like he's he's finally found his groove he said you know what his his thing last year was uh, like hello have uh, have you forgotten about me and then he goes out and did what yeah. he did but i i just think he's just gonna stay on a tear from this point forward that's fair i really do that's fair you ready for this this is sauce right here this is some spice i mean counting out number five number four we had a dodger number three we had a brave number two we had a dodger and sure enough i'm sticking to the pattern number one austin riley wow Braves. yeah yeah. Wow. Respect. Locking, locking down the lineup. He is going to be that guy to just take all pressure off of everyone else in that lineup. He is going to be insane. He's going to do his thing, man. He's going to do his thing. And that lineup is terrifying, but he is that guy. I, I believe in him. Austin Riley. I'm so when board. I said earlier, put some respect on his name, you were I like, had it. You were just <laughs> chomping at the bit. You're like, I already oh, had it. <laughs> I believe me. I'm putting some respect on his name. Yeah. Love that. Yes, sir. Well, that, rounds, that rounds out our awards. Let's uh let's transition to our standings. Man, we are deep. I love this. I knew we were gonna be we deep. deep. This is what yeah, this episode all right. is all about. That's all right. All right. Uh, where do you want to start? The let's start let's worst. start in the west. I don't care which side. Let's just start west and let's work start our out east. there where let's start out there where you're at. Let's start out west. Let's go uh I mean let's just keep the trend going. Let's go AL. All right. So starting from five, working your way to the top. So start work work your way from the bottom to the top. AL West. Who do you got at five? A's. A's. Oakland A's. Sorry, just nothing. There's just nothing. I I don't even think Montas will be there much longer. Like it's just I don't know what we're even really excited about. So yeah, A's. A's for yeah for me as well. Yeah yeah. No need to talk much at length there. <laughs> Number four, poor A's. No, I don't even, literally poor A's, but no, literally, yeah, like it's literally just, poor A's. Like spend, I guess, spend money. Come on, I don't know. Save as much money as you can until you move. I it's just this isn't. 
I'm just done. The Oakland, I'm fully out. Like, I'm out. You've let too much happen. You were right in the conversation last year. You let your manager get swooped up, and you ship out two cornerstones for your franchise in Olsen and Chapman. You're fire sailing it for everyone else. It's just like, I, no, I'm done. So if anything, moving forward, I'm not back in on the A's until they're out of Oakland. There you go. Even though they have a boatload of, of prospects and picks coming up soon from all these trades, don't care. Let I'm me, fully out until they're out of Oakland. Until they're out of Oakland. I thought you said yeah. back in Oakland. So no. they're out of Oakland, and then you'll you'll reconsider. And then I'll consider it, yeah. But I'm, not, right. I'm not in. Fair enough. Uh, four. Who do you got fourth in the division? Rangers. Yep, Rangers for me. Yeah, solid moves, just not there yet. It's okay. Nothing wrong with it. Solid moves being done. Add into the rotation, add into the lineup. Cool with it. And look, people are going, well, why would you spend like $80 billion over the offseason just to finish fourth? I'm not, I'm not going to be playing for this year. They didn't pay for this year. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to sit here and knock the Rangers because we get on teams all the time that we, we literally just got done talking about a team that just mm -hmm. chooses not to spend money like at all. So, like, what's the alternative? You just want the Rangers to be bottom feeders. Yeah. And, collect their collect their bag in the process I, I just don't understand why fans would would opt for that it's like even if you spend money and your three-year your five-year plan doesn't add like it doesn't fall into place the way you hope it does yeah. at least you're you're trying you're going for it yeah i mean what, I mean, more, I, what more can you ask for this is kind of the, the little bit of a cycle coming back here not to you know leak anything out about another division but like you know when we were in college Rangers and Tigers were really always in that conversation. I feel like they're yeah. those two are growing at the same pace right now. Yep. I like what the what the Rangers are doing. But again, they didn't pay all that money for this year. Sorry. Number three, the Angels. Angels. All right. There you go. <laughs> Let's go. I thought we were gonna have a little disagreement here. No. I don't think I so. Respect it. Uh really not much to say on the Angels other than the fact that just there's still no pitching. There's still not I mean, Noah Syndergaard is not anything for me he's not getting me excited at all look we just i mean we just got done talking last episode how that reminder went off on my phone that i'd set months before and i reminded uh. myself <laughs> to not quote not don't change your mind on the fraud angels you idiot Bingo. and yeah. i haven't changed my mind but at the same time i can't put them beneath the rangers or a's right so yeah naturally they fall same, into the third same slot. logic same logic for uh number two Astros. Wow. I was yeah. going to say, don't do it, but you did it. I did it. Wow. Did it. Yeah. Yep. Respect, um, man. You yeah. Know, I really should have, I really should have put my money where my mouth is after <laughs> last year's prediction. You went, you went Mariners at two. You want me to remind, let me remind you what I said. I said, remember how we did the, the general hot takes this episode yeah. where it was just like a few, like three each. Yeah. One of my predictions last uh, last year is I said the end of American League reign for the Astros ends at the conclusion of 2021. There you go. And yet I went with the Mariners uh, too. With that said, that doesn't necessarily correlate to any success in the postseason. Sure. That just that we're just talking division here. Yeah. So I'm not completely in hot water with that just yet. But if I'm for some reason on board with the Astros in the postseason then you can come shoot me in the face. But yeah, right now, I got the Mariners at two. Tell I me why it. you got the Mariners winning the division. There's a lot of hype going. Um, I mean, like, 
they were right there in the conversation last year of competing with really just a, a very incomplete roster. They've gotten better. Um, all the Seattle Seahawks fans that are pissed about Russell Wilson coming to my Broncos are all just going to start going to the Mariners games. It's going to be a packed house. You know, I just, I love what they're doing. Why not add Julio Rodriguez to the opening day roster? We just have guys that, you know, Kyle Lewis can come back and just kind of ease back from injury. Kelnick doesn't have to be the dude. You know what I mean? They have just a really smart, well thought out lineup, bringing Robbie Ray in to the top of the rotation. I just, uh, I like everything they've done, dude. I really do. And I think, uh, the hype in the youth is is what's going to bring them to the top. For all those reasons and more, I'm sure, is why I'm putting them at two and not lower. Because I, sure. I have seen the Mariners just not getting any love. For sure. But for me, showing them love is putting them in that two slot. Yeah. yeah I don't. I get it. I don't think the... I know I said that I, I think the, the American League reign for the Astros ended after this past season. But I don't think we're at a point yet where we can just chalk in the Mariners as the division. Yeah, I respect I your I don't, pick. I don't I, think it, I'm chalking them in. I don't, very, wanna, I don't want you to think that. Right, it's very possible. And I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but I'm just saying we're not at the point yet where it's just like kind of like where we were with the Astros these last number of years. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Astros, top, whatever. Let's move on to the Central. Yeah, Not at that point yet, but potential to get Potential. There. This could be the start of it. But, I mean, you're talking about the middle of an Astros lineup that's still <laughs> – it's still stacked. Like Bregman can still hit. Jordan can definitely hit. Um, Kyle Tucker is going to be a dude. Like you know, like they yeah. they're doing okay. They're going to be fine. Um, there's just quite a few holes that uh, I'm a little concerned about. Um, you know, rotation wise, bullpen wise. You know, the middle of the field, shortstop and center field are kind of a question mark. So like, yeah, I'm just that leads me to believe that there's just not enough depth for the Astros, but. The veteran presence that was brought in for the Mariners takes a lot of pressure off of, you know, those young guys, and it allows them to just do their thing. So that's why I'm going there. How you want to do this? You want to do the American League as a whole, or you want to go alternate leagues here? Let's alternate. Let's go. Let's go over to you know West. All right, National League West coming in at five. I think it's six. Hey, we can go with the Diamondbacks. Correct. Um Look, we gave him credit. What was it? Last episode, episode before that. Yeah, there, there's going to be an improvement yeah. there. Yeah. They're going to play. I won't say competitive baseball. They're going to play more competitive baseball than they have. Yeah. In these pre- previous uh, season, in this previous season or two, two um, good backstops that can hit. Peralta, Cattell. I mean, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with what they're doing. Christian Walker, like Bumgarner's still there, so like they're gonna. They're going to compete. They're not going to be the worst team in baseball, but this division is just too. Marte, too good. did you mention Marte? Yeah, yeah, Marte. I mean, they the division's they, just too good. Yeah, though, I'm. I think it's safe to say there'll be an uptick in wins, but yeah, I mean, they're not going to go out and play 500 ball by any stretch. Uh, number four, Rockies. Rockies, and uh, I think uh, we have the same. You could li- probably argue that they're going to flip flop throughout the year. So, however, it shakes out. Four and five or, you know. I did go back and forth on that. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I just, at that point, I'm basically just giving them course fields wins being more, you know, doable than chase field wins for the Diamondbacks. I think they're going to be better at home. Number three, the Giants. Giants. All right. Uh, Pretty much not a cakewalk the rest dude. of the way. But. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. I think you and I are on the same boat there. Um, I don't. I don't want to call it a fluke. I feel like if I don't call it a fluke, it's like a flash in the pan. Yeah, I just don't, lightning in a bottle. I don't think they can thing. sustain it. Yeah, I don't want to call it a fluke, but it's like kind of that middle ground where it's like I just yeah. don't think it's sustainable. But I, I do feel like maybe they caught lightning in a bottle there last year. I, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know how much better they really got. Honestly, you lost you know, some letting, key pieces. Let, I don't understand why they didn't try harder for KB. We don't know, you know, behind the scenes what's going on, but like it just I liked it. Longoria, you know, getting older, obviously health an issue. Buster Posey. Buster Posey's gone, you know. So yeah, I mean Rodon is is good, but like we saw Rodon come kind of come back to, down to earth towards the back half of last season. So yeah, I don't I don't think you can expect first half season last year for Rodon with the Giants this year. Logan Webb, though, real deal. Yep, Logan Webb. Uh, and Yaz, our boy Yaz. And Yaz, can't, friend of the pod, yeah. former guest. Um, Padres, number two, Dodgers, one. Yep. I think that's pretty clear. Um, yep. I feel like we've addressed both of these already, so not much else to say there. But nah, ton of depth with the Dodgers. Ton I think of the, dudes coming back that are going to solidify everything for them, too. I think the Padres finish in that second spot and – live up to the expectations that were placed before them prior to the start of last season. And we all, we all know how last year went, but I think this year it, it kind of plays out the way it was supposed to. Let me ask you this. I got him at two. Do you think it's within 15 games? I, I can't say, uh, within 15. Yes. Within 10. No, I agree. I was thinking 12, 12 or 13. So yeah, I'm with you within 15. Um, No, or within 15. Yes. 10. No. I understand Tatis, but like you know that I, just, I I like what they're doing. I like I think they're okay. You know they they brought in pieces that are going to be solid. You know I like their lineup. They're going to be fine. Clevenger coming back. I'm cool with it. Uh, American League Central starting at five. We've got the Guardians. Guardians. That feels weird. It feels stupid. It feels like a like a little kid cartoon. It's weird. Starting at 4 p.m. Eastern, the Guardians. <laughs> That's honestly the only reason I put them at five, just because their name's stupid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they're just not. They're just not good. I mean, yeah, they'll they'll have some flashes this year. I mean, they got they got some names. They got some dudes. But let's grab that rotation. Tell me they're gonna stay intact. Even you toss in Jose Ramirez at the top of that list. Jose Ramirez, Shane Bieber, uh, Plesac, Tristan. McKenzie, like those guys, do you think they're going to come out of this season with all of them? Aaron Savali, Cal Quantrill, Zach Plesac, Shane Bieber. I think uh, I think there's going to be dudes moving. I mean, that was one of your questions last in last year's hot take episode. You we did a staying or going segment, and you asked me if I thought Plesac would be gone, and I thought he would be, and I said I, I think he's too. gone, and he's still here. So maybe we just run it back again this year. I just. They're not going anywhere. I so. want them to get it. I want those guys to get a chance on a winning team really? somewhere else. Yeah. Go compete somewhere, please. They gotta. They just. It's a change of scenery. Something yeah. different. I mean, we've seen guys benefit from a change of scenery. It's a real thing. Um, number four, we got. Uh, Where's my notes here? Uh, we may disagree on this one. I got Royals. Oh, I got the Twins. Whoa! <laughs> I am not in on the twins. Look out! Dude. Look out! I'm t- wow. All right, we're spicing up a little bit. We're getting back into the hot there takes we here, go. dude. The twins can jump off a bridge. I don't care about the twins. Like, 
I'm so far out on the Twins based on just the way the last couple of years have gone. I couldn't be further out on the Twins if you paid me to be. I just I hate the Twins. Yeah, bunch of frauds. Except our yeah. guy Jay Cave, love that guy. Yeah, but uh, other than that, I just uh, no. <laughs> you say, uh, well, you added Gary Sanchez. You got you got Geo. No. Yeah. No. You have no pitching. You just picked up. Uh, who did they just pick up? Um, who did they just pick up? How did they pick up scraps? They've been for going the rotation. scraps for the rotation. I'm blanking on this guy. Didn't they get Sonny Gray? Um, no, no, no. It, he'll be he'll be all right. They did get Sonny Gray, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll be all right. It was uh, Chris Archer. Plato? Chris Archer is not Chris the Archer. answer. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, and I, I think if if I recall, I maybe said that. Maybe going like we just said, a change of scenery. You never know. Maybe you tap into that Chris Archer of old a little bit. You're not going to get full Chris Archer of old. So that's not the answer. I mean, and I think they came out and said they're going with a six man rotation. So the the projected lineup we're looking at: Lewis Thorpe, Chris Archer, working from the bottom. Lewis Thorpe, Chris Archer, Dylan Bundy, Bailey Ober, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan. Wolf. Uh, four. That's a big wolf. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> Four, I got I got Royals. Um, you know, I just I they're not quite there yet. I do like what they're doing, putting pieces together. They're just not there yet. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Is that good enough? Is that fair? No, I'm I not, like them. There's nothing against them. I'm buying into the height this year. I'm 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 buying in, Nate. So you have them at three? I got them at three. See, I got the Tigers at three. You got the twins at two? I got the twins at two. Oof. No, I yeah. I got the tiger. I got twin. I got twins at four. Royals at three. Tigers at two. Dude, I'm telling you, the Tigers. I'm yeah. excited about great, the Tigers. Great job putting the lineup together. I mean, AJ Hinch knows what he's doing. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I get it. Like I said, you're gonna have Miggy going out and hitting 50 bombs this year. It's, whoa, whoa! You said over 20. Now we're hopping. To I, 50. We're at 50. I didn't. Hey, I didn't specify a number when I made my. <laughs> I just said more than 20 and in the number in my head he's going to hit 50 this year to be fair my thought process is that that two and three spot is going to be within three games when it's all said and done no, i agree let me just go on record miggy's not hitting 50 home runs <laughs> just wanna we've had people take things uh, a little too literally face. sometimes yeah. so i just want to want to clarify yeah so white Sox at one um i think it's kind of by landslide i'm gonna see them winning that division by at least 15 games yeah i was gonna say a dozen yep yeah all right, uh, National League Central. Um, coming in at five. Cincinnati the, Reds. Shut up. Yeah, I got the Pirates over the Reds. Well, maybe we should just end the episode there. <laughs> I mean, can anything top that? It's hot, hot. The way you feel about the Twins is the way I feel about the Reds. I'm so mad at that, dude. I'm just so mad at, like, what did you get back out of what you had? Like, what are you doing to Joey Votto? You're just ruining this guy. Like I, I feel so bad for him. You're not getting anything in return. I, it's all bad. It's just all bad. It's all bad. Um, well, I mean, for me, I had the Pirates at five. I had the Pittsburgh sell the team Pirates at number five. I, I didn't Safe think I, would, I didn't think I needed to back up or justify that pick, but it's the Pirates. Yeah. Safe to say. Um, Although safe to say, Brian Reynolds gets shipped out of town, right? Yeah, but at some point, the way you're talking about the Reds and uh, I could see it might be a little closer. Yeah, right. than You have I some thought. stuff to be excited about for the Pirates. Like Key Brian Hayes is dope. Cole Tucker going to be playing. 
I know you're not high on Michael Chavis, but like I like him as a hitter. Brian Reynolds, like, all right, like put some wins together, I guess. Ish. I don't mind swapping those two. I mean, I could sway either way. I don't really. I'm care. staying Pirates at five, but all that to say, I it maybe it'll maybe it's going to be a little closer. It's close. The, I think it's close. Yeah. In the loss total, then probably those two teams are going to be bottom three in the league. In all of baseball, you're putting the Reds bottom three in all of baseball? Mm-hmm. No, can't do it. I feel bad maybe, for Jonathan India. Maybe next year. Like, can't do go it. Go win an award and then just everyone's gone. <laughs> like, oh, dope. Hey, dude, we congratulations. We're going we're gonna to reward you by shipping everyone out. I hope yeah. you enjoy. See ya. See you next year. Um, number three for me and also probably for you. Cubs. Cubs. Yep. Yep. Cardinals two, Brewers one. Bingo. Nailed there it. There we go. Look, we're we're in on the Brewers this year, apparently. We're uh we're tag we're teaming in. this. Yeah, Let's go, yeah. Brewers. Let's go, Brewers. The the pitching, you, you just can't deny that that rotation. Disgusting. Yeah. And I may have said it before on here, but and maybe I haven't, but that atmosphere for postseason baseball is I mean it's I won't say it's up there at the top, but I mean that's it's electric. Like they, just think about like their what they got going on. You know what I mean? Like Willie Adamas, Colton Wong, Low Kane, Yelich coming back. Hunter Renfro did his thing last year. And then that staff, I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm kind of feeling this. Kind of feeling this. I like it. Kutch in a Brewers Uni too. Why not? And not to mention, it's not like it's not like you have to ask a whole lot out of that division. You don't have to win right hundred games yeah. to come out on top of that division they yeah traditionally it's it's been a division and we've talked about it it's a division that traditionally more times than not will beat itself up yep and you can come out bloody and scarred but if you, you got, can win that you can win that division at 89 90 91 yeah, wins. you don't have to do much yeah. so uh this is the year of the brewers i guess um american league central no we did that are we in the east now we're on the east are on the East. We are on the American League East, correct? Yep. yep. All right, coming in at five, the New York Yankees. Now the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles, yeah. Um, I like I, said, I like their I like their pieces. I like what they're starting to do and put together. Just you know, it's not their time. This division's pretty good. Uh, coming in at number four. You're gonna be. Real. I have the right answer. I don't know who you decided to slot there, but I I'm correct in this pick, but. Tampa Bay Rays for four for me. That's really interesting, and I'll explain why. But I currently have the Yankees at four. I'm I'm going with the real Nate, not this fake optimistic Nate. I'm going with the Nate that not too long ago just said, this, I've never had less hope about this team in my life. I'm, that's, the, that's the Nate and the Yankees that I'm going with this year because I just don't see anything to really be excited about, if I'm being honest, based on the – history that we've seen how how many years has it been now Nate not all that thrilled but it's interesting that you put the Rays at four because I was either gonna go I was either gonna go high on the Rays this year or just put them at I mean as low as you can in this division which is a four uh-huh. yeah um not to yeah I I think they're just kind of still building for the long term is what it seems like you know Meadows getting shipped out recently here to the to the Tigers Kiermaier has been kind of rumored to go places. So, you know, it's, I get it. You got Wander. I get it. You got a Rosarena. Um, I don't know. It's like, that's, that's it for me. I mean, to be fair, 
we can't say they're still going to be fine. They're still yeah, gonna be like competing. we can't say they're going. I'm not keep... saying they're below 500 at all. Yeah, just saying it's it's a deep division. Yeah, I mean they can be building for the long term and still be doing the crap that they've done that the last yeah. however many years. So they just continue to pull it out of the hat. I don't sure. know how they do it. I don't know either. And I say that to say that that's why I was going back back and forth about whether or not I was going to slot them high or slot them low. And I'm like, I've doubted them in the past, and they yeah. continue to show up. So let's run it back another year. We'll slot them high. We'll we'll see if they're capable of. Well, here's continuing that trend. Here's what we can agree on. Um, most likely is I, I could see the top four teams in the AL East being within ten games of the division sure. at the end of the year. Yeah, maybe even less. I don't know, but I think it's I think it's going to be like a a ten game deficit for those four teams to figure out how they line up so i don't think either of us are going to be that far off with these predictions in my mind coming in at number three i got the red sox the red sox at three um red sox i it's just the pitching you know i think it's the pitching that's like it's going to come down and who knows maybe they can make some moves to add to the rotation or whatever but like chris sale just being done (laughs) i you know Ivaldi's good hauk is going to be great i think but for the record, if we would have done which we didn't, we only did for MVP. If we would have done top five for Cy Young, I'm putting Nathan Nevaldi in the top five. Yeah, I'm feeling good about this year. But I mean, even with the questions around the rotation, I agree with you. I'm I'm fully on board with what you said. It just comes down to that lineup, just mm-hmm. year in and year out, bludgeoning people, absolutely bludgeoning teams yeah. every single night, and they show up. Yeah, at the end of the year, and so it's like. Do with the pitching what you will. It'd be great if we could maybe plug some of those holes a little bit, yeah, at least to keep us afloat on the on the bump. But I'm 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 okay putting them at three. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I got the Yankees at two. Um, my argument, truthfully, is just because Cashman knows exactly what to do to at least get the team into the postseason, and from there, that's it. Um, uh, uh, I guess I can. You know what I mean? Like Come he meets the, the he meets the standard of getting them into the postseason, and then he's like, whatever. Which is it happens a, after that, great. But a sad standard for the Yankees. But it is a standard nonetheless. Yeah, and so like I I still recognize that this roster changed for sure. I I I'm saying lowest hopes because I have no hopes for a World Series ring with this team. But I do think they'll get into the postseason. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it'll be fine. Bullpen's still good. You know, Severino coming back. Rotation's still going to be an issue. But, you know, Severino and, and Cole at the top, you know, it's there. It's there, possibly. You added some trend-altering trend bats, um, you know, to the lineup. I love Kalefa. IKF is going to be, I think, really good. Um, just really solid, just flatline standard. You know, and him and DJ, I think, are going to balance each other out well because you can – split those guys up at the top and bottom of the yeah. lineup. Um, you know, yeah, there's going to be a lot of swing and misses still and a lot of stuff, you know, still not good, but I think they're going to be fine to at least get in the postseason. As I already mentioned, Which I got the raise. With the, I got the, the raise, raise at two. two. Yeah, like I already yeah. ex- explained my reasoning there. I think this may be the last year. It, it, if they fall short of a World Series this year. I think this may be the last year that I, I mm-hmm. continue to slot them high. I think I'll, I'll be dropping them in, in future seasons, probably three, four, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But Should we'll see. this with the, the Blue Jays at, at the top. <clears throat> the big swinging Blue Jays. Um, 
again, not much really <laughs> needs to be explained here. Yeah. The lineup speaks for itself. Uh, the rotation is Yeah, I like the lineup. I like the lineup. And I kind of made this argument in our group chat. When you think about it, this contradicts my pick, obviously, but when you think about it, like – is Marcus Simeon going to be, you know, replaced just as well with Matt Chapman? I don't know. Is Gosman going to replace Robbie Ray? I don't know. So when you think about an addition and subtraction there, yeah. like, I don't know how much better they got, but I'm associating the value of them getting better with their core getting older and experienced. Yeah. So that's why I have them at one. I think you can probably talk along the same lines, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not to not to tip anything off here, but I uh, I feel real good about the Blue Jays. That's all I'll really say about that. Oh, let's go. Okay. Uh, let's go National League, shall we? Before, <laughs> before I let that sink in a little too quickly. Uh, oh, National League, East. National League Five uh, coming into the Nationals. Nationals, moving on. Number four, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. We're going with the Marlins. Marlins. Sorry, Marlins. We already addressed it. Look. Nothing to nothing to be on board for. I mean, you all got sweet Nike Connect unis, but and jazz and a couple other things to be excited about. But you'll you'll uh, this... you'll play spoiler. You'll win some some series. You'll have some exciting victories. I'll give you that. But a five hundred ball club uh, at best. Not in this rejuvenated division. Not this yeah. year. You're not you're not doing anything. Sorry. Coming in at number three. This may be a bold take. I'm curious where you have them. I've got the New York Mets third. Really, the Mets are gonna met. I'm. I know I was high on them when they started making all these moves, bringing these names in. But the more I think about it, just seeing the news with Scherzer and Degrom, it's like it never ends with this team. Like you could bring in bring in Elon Musk to own the team. <laughs> it's not gonna change anything. This team is gonna met. And so, for me to put them above either of the two remaining teams just made zero sense for me which is why I have him at three. And, you know, it's a little bit of a hot take episode. I'll sprinkle in a little bit of hot take, even though I know a majority of people out there have the Mets. Well, I won't say majority. A healthy number of people have the Mets mm-hmm. winning the division. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have Phillies at three. It's close. I got Phillies at three. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're a little one-dimensional lineup-wise. A lot of swing and miss. It does remind me of the Yankees, actually, quite a bit. Um and defensively not super athletic so i do like them i do like that they've made these progressions they still have a terrible bullpen um if aaron nola can be what aaron nola is supposed to be i feel a little bit better about him um the rotation is still pretty good but yeah i just i'm not fully on board with the phillies so i got him at three sad day man sad day uh i've got the phillies at two i got the mets at two i feel like i've made it clear thus far i feel good about the phillies um, I got the Mets at two. I feel like, you know, honestly, um, I like Buck Showalter a lot. Very much. I think he's, he's a professional manager. Um, I love what he's doing. I love that he's probably going to nip everything in the bud of, of any weird stuff that could potentially happen. There's a lot of, a lot of potential in the lineup, dude. It's like, wow. You know, like there's a lot going on and good, solid hitters. Marte is an on-base machine. Canna can can turn it on, you know, for a good couple weeks of hot stretch. Lindor is who Lindor is. PD Alonso knows how to hit. Jeff McNeil knows how to hit. You know, I just the, the the bolstering of the rotation, like 
Uh, I get it. DeGrom's done for a minute. Even Scherzer might miss opening day, but I'm not buying into that like recently recency bias of injuries. I'm erring towards the the long term, the marathon here. I think the Mets are going to find a way to win a lot of ball games. I respect you. You're you're a greater man for that than I. I <laughs> I can't look that far down the road with this team. Maybe maybe other teams, not this team. I just That's can't. Fair. I get it. I see why. I don't disagree with why. I just think I'm I think I just to. I'm, I, I want it. <laughs> I think I got I just have a, still have that sour taste in my mouth about the freaking raccoons and all that crap. I know that culture is has they've shifted away from that with like you said with Showalter coming into town. Yeah. And breaking up uh Baez and and Lindor that that couple that was potential a potential breeding ground for some some clubhouse issues I'm sure at times a little bucking of the heads but I just I still think they're just gonna they're just gonna met I get it simple as that for me uh Braves at one process of elimination got Braves at one um I I, th- I, I did I have I said on a previous episode where I think the Braves Similar to my reasoning for Bryce Harper, where prior to last year, they were kind of like, uh, hello, like we're mm-hmm. here. Yeah. They go out and do what they did. Similar to, Again, similar to my reasoning for picking Bryce Harper to repeat, I think they're, they've just found their groove, and they're like, no, like, bring in all yeah. the names you want, New York. This is yeah. The division runs through Atlanta. I agree. I do definitely agree. I mean, and, and CeCe said this on R2C2, and I was like, never heard it so well such a, such a good point to this whole situation but i mean how often can you lose your franchise player and then somehow upgrade very true it's nothing against freddie freeman but i do think matt olson is is an upgrade i said that before a couple episodes ago younger just as good offensively probably better defensively hometown kid um you have the the core just getting you know much like the blue jays just getting older and better austin riley is now respected Ozzy Albies is doing his thing. Acuna is coming back. You you brought back Eddie Rosario. You have youth and excitement in Drew Waters. Um, the bullpen is gonna is gonna dominate still. Like I, uh, what? Where is their where are their weak points? I don't see any. So yeah, Braves taking that division. That brings us to our pennant and World Series winning winning picks, my friend. Well, let's do it. Do you want to do the postseason? Let's seeds? do it. I guess. I feel like we kind of – I think the reason I skipped over that mentally is it, I feel yeah. like we kind of alluded to it, even if we didn't say it explicitly. Um, I'll just run through here real quick. American League, uh, the sixth seed, I've got the Mariners. Okay. The drought ends this season. <laughs> uh, the fifth seed, I got the Sox. And the fourth seed, I've got the Rays. So I got three teams coming out of the AL East. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, six being the Astros. Same idea there, uh, Mariners and Astros. But I'm I'm taking Mariners to win the division. So Astros are going to take the six seed. Sox at five, Yankees at four. Same thing. Three teams coming out of the AL East. Sounds like the same logic, same approach, but just yeah. <laughs> swap out a team or two here there. Yeah. Um, National League six seed. I'm going the Fighting Phils. I also have them at the Phillies uh, with the Phillies. So yeah, they're at number six. five going Cardinals. Five. I have Mets. Number four, I've got the Padres. Four, I also have Padres. So I have the Cardinals missing the postseason, unfortunately. I do like the Cardinals, but I think this pool hole stuff and Wainwright and Yachty, I think it's going to be a distraction. Um, I don't know if it's going to, you know, bring a a big division dominant team. I think it's just going to be a distraction. Oh, boy, do I have a a listener take 
waiting for you at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, all right, pennant winners and World Series winner, and in right. how many games? All right, American League pennant, White Sox. Wow, running it back, running it back, running it back, running it back for last yeah. year's pick, running it back. Feels a little better. I hope they don't do any weird, dumb stuff in the middle of the you know year to go trade for a closer they don't need or whatever. So going White Sox. I'm gonna take the Blue Jays. Fair. And now I'll be honest with you, and and you can back me up on this. Seasons prior, like people like like especially in like our group chat and stuff like that, and even just in talking, people will share like the 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 lineup graphic. And I and I said in years past, I was just like, I mean, it it's good. It just doesn't it just doesn't scare me yet. Mm-hmm. But I think it finally can't, got to the point this season where I'm like, okay, not scary. Respect. Yeah. And I'm gonna, but oh, by the way, I'm gonna put you in the World Series now. So yeah, quite a jump in my uh, take on the Blue Jays from yeah 2021 to 2022. Uh, National League Braves. Let's run it back. Yeah, let's run it back. Give yeah. me a repeat of the what was that? The '92 World Series, the 1992 World Series. The Blue Jays over the Braves in four or in six, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that outcome, but I'm gonna say in seven. Give me the Blue Jays. Wow. In seven. Wow. I I I punched that in last night and I was like, I'm gonna sleep on it. Honest truth. I said I'm I'm not gonna I'm yeah. not gonna put this down officially until I've slept on it. Slept you know on what it. I've done? Full transparency. I wrote in the Dodgers and throughout this morning and this podcast right now this episode you changed it i'm, over. I'm changing it and i'm going braves in six run over it the white Sox. back run it back love repeat that. i mean the gold trim on the unis i told you the roster got better i just i don't see how they can't get back there i mean it's just the dodgers are so bad no i'm just the kidding. dodgers are I'm trash <laughs> no it's not even that i just think it's i, I, I think just, it's I think their window, to, dude. This is the late yeah. '90s Braves, but they're getting the rings now. They're getting the rings. They're going to go back to back. Wow, I would love to use that as a soundbite to open the episode, but I mean, I we can't. I, yeah. I want people to experience the ups and downs that apparently you just revealed that you experienced over the course of this very podcast. I literally look to get to I this haven't. point. I haven't even fixed it. it says that's, Dodgers in six. That's but awesome. I'm over it. I'm I over it. That. I'm on the Braves I love train. That. Acuna's going to come back and hit 75 home runs. 75 bombs. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the Braves train, man. So according to Nate, Acuna's going to come back and hit 75 bombs and miss out on the comeback player of the year (laughs) award. (laughs) Oh, what a a wild year we have in store in baseball. Love that. Wow. Not good enough. (laughs) He doesn't win it. I'm curious to see who did you have winning the award? I don't even remember. Doesn't matter. Christian Yelich. So Christian Yelich <laughs> is going to have to hit triple digits apparently <laughs> in home runs to win it this yeah. year. Wow, good for Christian. What a turnaround for him. It's good. It's a good year. Unbelievable. All right, let's uh let's run through some over/unders here real quick and then we'll wrap it up with uh the listener takes part 2 and we'll get out of here. So Nate, over/under 100 win teams. I'm setting it at two and a half. Last year we had three. We had the Dodgers, Giants, and Rays. I'm going to go under. Likewise. I think uh, I think the Dodgers are probably going to be the only team to do it. Yep. Maybe one other team, but like every other, I, I feel like the 
the it's East spaced the, out. Yeah. The American League East. The town has gotten it's better. Too deep now. You're not too gonna... deep in the AL East. Too deep in the NL West or NL East. Um, yeah. Even the American League Central, like the White Sox, you could be like, well, maybe they do it, but. Yeah, I mean, we just got done talking about the Tigers and Royals, and even if you disagree with us on how we feel about where yeah. they're at right now, they've they've gotten better. Yeah, I can't find a third team, so that's yeah. that's why I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say under. Uh, Fifty home run guys. I'm gonna set the mark at. I think I initially wanted to go point five, but I I was feeling a little saucy. I bumped it up to one point five. Give me the over. Give, Give me, me over. the over. Last year, we had, just as a reminder, in 2021, Sal Perez hit 48, Vladdy hit 48, Shohei hit 46, Marcus Simeon hit 45, and somehow, someway, Fernando Tatis Jr., against all odds, found a way to hit 42. Give me the over. I'm I'm right there with you, honestly. I think honestly, spicy. I think I think that's why I bumped it up because I was like, you know what? Yeah. I could see a couple guys doing it, so let's just bump it up to one and a half. Yeah. yeah. I like that. All right, 300 strikeout guys. I'm setting the market one and a half. Last year, Robbie Ray, due to the, I think we can chalk that up to it being a shortened season the year before and mm-hmm. just a lot of uncertainty surrounding um, prep and all that. Robbie Ray actually led the league last year with 248. But the last full season, uh, uh, Garrett Cole and uh, Justin Verlander both reached the 300 plus mark in 2019. So I'm going to set it at one and a half. Over those same guys. Wow. Verlander and Garrett Cole. Yeah, big on Verlander this year, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be mm-hmm. anxiously awaiting. Um I think I'm gonna have to take the under here. I could see Cole doing it again. I'm fair. I'm just still holding out on Verlander. But I'm I'm not out on Verlander. I just want to make that clear. I'm not out on Verlander. I'm just no, I'm for sure. cautiously optimistic. Yeah. That's where I'll that's where I'll leave it. Totally that. fair. So that's allowed. Uh thirty thirty guys setting the market one and a half. Cedric Mullins was the only guy in twenty twenty one. Doing exactly that, thirty thirty. Uh, Mookie Betts before that, and Jose Ramirez both did it in twenty eighteen. So I'm gonna set it at one and a half. Over. I'm taking the over. Um, candidates: Trevor Story, Jose Ramirez, Mookie Betts, just like you said. Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronald Acuna Jr. Albies maybe. Mmm, that's six guys that are legitimate candidates. I'm taking. And I think Trevor Story in Fenway. Oof. makes that happen you I know what i'm saying wait. i can't wait what a what a what time a to be up. alive what a pickup a little virtual handshake little there virtual that handshake. Thank respect you. respect the pickup i do thank you i liked him i've always liked him so good for you guys uh shohei otani games started on the mound he had 23 last year so you requested that we set the mark at 23 and a half is he gonna is he gonna be on the mound more this year or less in terms Under. of game started Going under. I don't even have my top five uh, AL MVP votes, so under. I'm taking the over. Totally cool with it. I don't have any logic behind it. <laughs> Which <I'm> just... <laughs> reminds me, I didn't I didn't mention this. MLB the show curse, maybe. <laughs> I didn't mention this, uh, but when we were talking Shohei earlier, there was an article. I can't remember like what, what uh, website or whatever wrote it, but it was a pretty reputable one. And it was this hot take episode. And I was just using it for a little inspiration, like get the juices, get the creative juices flowing. Sure, yeah. And one of the hot takes on this article, again, res- relatively respectable outlet, they said for the year 2021 that one of their hot takes was that Shohei Otani would get a single MVP vote. A single. A single MVP vote. Tough, tough. And then what? Goes out and wins it unanimously? 
But I don't know if it was unanimous. Was it unanimous? Was it? I think it was. I'm pretty sure. It it could only have been like one or two that didn't. Yeah, won the award in a unanimous fashion. That's right. All right. Well, that's fetched, crazy. Fetched yeah. all 30 place. See? 30 See? People have hot takes everywhere. So Even the experts, the so-called yeah. experts. Um, Where are we at here? Oh, uh, league-wide no-hitters. Set in the market eight and a half. We had nine in 2021. Under. Also going to take the under. No logic. I'm just going under. No, I'm going to take the under just with the way this offseason has gone. I'm just sure that. Feel good about hitters this prepar- year. Yeah, preparation routine for pitchers. I just feel like ah, maybe a little shortened off season. That's what I'm saying. Just I like what you're like what you're thinking weird. there. Well, technically longer off season with the delayed opening day, but shortened shortened spring training is what I meant. Yeah, shortened spring training and shortened window of clarity as to mm-hmm. what the heck we're even doing with yeah. the sport injury of stuff as well. I like, couldn't work out. With we're trainers, already seeing so. it. Like I. I'm, yeah, I'm taking the under. Uh, yeah, I just don't think also, the long... Also, side note, I don't know if you... I, we mentioned Shohei. I didn't realize um, I hadn't asked you this before. Did you read about Shohei's um, translator? No, what happened? He quit the Angels so he the, so him and Shohei could talk during the, during oh, the lockout. Oh, wow. He quit the Angels, and then the Angels hired him back after the lockout. That's Ooh. shady. Isn't that, isn't that cool, though? That is I mean, cool. it's just like Shohei's not going to be able to, you know, communicate without him. He's that's his boy. So like, I don't know. It's just cool to be like, all right, well, if we're not going to have a season, whatever, I'll just quit and hang out with my boy. Oh, you got to hire me back? Bet. Let's go. Let's <laughs> oh, <run it> back. <laughs> convenient. Convenient. Like I said, anyway. Angels are a bunch of frauds. Well, yeah. minus minus those two. Those guys are cool. Yeah. Like that's yeah. fine. Um, uh, Carlos Correa and Joe Kelly quote headline worthy interactions now that they're in the same division. I'm going to set the market one and a half. Over. Give me one in the beginning of the year and one in September where the where the Twins are just getting blown out and they're 25 games back in the division <laughs> like you think. Yeah, and, that's where they'll be. I'm telling you. And Correa's pissed. And Joe Kelly don't care. Love that guy. If Carlos is even there at that point, let's be honest. Fair. If they're out 25 games in September, <laughs> he may have already jumped ship. You um, think they're going to be. I don't think so. I think they're going to be. 40 games under uh or 40 games back combined strikeout this was your this was your doing yeah combined strikeouts between joey gallo Giancarlo stanton and aaron judge gallo averages a 162 he averages 229 strikeouts so many stanton averages over 162 191 and aaron judge over 162 averages 208 so what so is we're gonna set the market uh... 650 and a half <laughs> 650 and a half strikeouts oh man give me the under joey gallo is gonna relax settle in a little He's bit not. <laughs> when i say that is 229 average is probably gonna be at like 215 so that's all i'm gonna say and aaron judge is gonna be an mvp candidate so he's not gonna have as many strikeouts so under actually yeah i can't i can't go against my mvp voting so i guess you're right there's people if yelling I were to at take, us, so saying over. They're yelling at their car speakers. If I were to take the over and still have Aaron Judge in my top five, that means Gallo and Stanton would have to combine for like 500 <laughs> strikeouts. Uh, what's that's what's a, crazy is that when you absurd. read those those off, never would have guessed that Stanton would be the lowest. Yeah, honestly, average. That, that's why never I had to. That. I was like reading it a little slower. I was like, that that's got to be a typo. No, Judge has no, 208. Yeah. 
over 162. Yeah. Crazy. You know, what's weird about Judge is that he's like so good with like discipline and working account, but at the same time he strikes out all the time. It's very odd. Very odd. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up with some listener takes part two. Let's hear what the people have to say, Nate. Philip says the LA Dodgers start strong but completely collapse in the second half and go for 83 wins. Whoa. Okay. Why not? Why not? They still got to win the division for us to be right. So 83 ain't going to get it done. True. Ben says, how about this? You and Ben, best best buds. Yeah. Braves repeat. Austin Riley, MVP. Let's go, Ben. Yes, Let's sir. Go. Let's go, Ben. Love that it. from Ben. You get what we're doing here. He he gets it. He he gets it. Rodolfo says Otani and Trout will fight for the MVP race. I think Nate would disagree. Boring. That's boring. Where did you have Rodolfo? Trout? You oh. had Trout in your top five, though, right? Or no? Three. I had him at three, three I okay. believe. Yeah, because I judge it to Luis Robert at one. That's right. All right. Um, Aaron says Angels for the World Series in 2022. You know, the podcast automatically just when we edit it, just it cuts out the the dead time and the silence there. But just know there was a good five second pause before <laughs> we're just sitting here looking at talk. each other. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really know what oh. to say. Respect the respect the ambition, Aaron. Oddly, uh, oddly bold. I think the the Angels are a bunch of frauds, minus the guys that we respect and love. Uh, the We Watch We Collect podcast says Phillies knock out Dodgers. I, I love this take. I just want to go out on record. Phillies knock out the Dodgers early in the postseason. I like that. Give me Braves Phillies NLCS. What is this like the nineties again? I don't. That's sick. Don't understand. I like that. Uh, yeah, really like that take. Ricardo says Marlins reach the NLCS, Mariners reach the World Series, and win in six. Pause. What? what? The imagine the final four of baseball in 2022 features the Marlins and the Mariners. What planet is this? Doesn't get hotter than that. I mean, hot, sticky garbage. May I remind you <laughs> the title of this episode? Um, Jonathan says no. Uh, excuse me. Ryan says Cubs take the Central. I just don't see enough depth there, honestly. The Brewers are too good. Yeah, we're in on the Brewers this year. Jonathan says, NL MVP is Juan Soto, and AL MVP isn't Shohei. It's Corey Seager with a breakout year in Texas. Whoa. I like that. I that's, like that. That's different. That's different. That's that different. It's, refre- it's one of those refreshing takes, like I was telling that's you. That's cool. And, I mean, if you're remembering the, the shortened postseason or the shortened season with the postseason being – Hosted in in Texas, and Arcega went yeah. off. He did. He went off. He won the MVP, the World Series yeah. MVP. So love that. I could see it. Maybe he likes hitting there. Uh, don't let me forget when we end this episode. We got to do our favorite pick, and then we're getting out of here. Don't let me forget. Right. Braves content says Mariners make it to the ALCS but lose to the Blue Jays, and the Braves beat the Blue Jays in the World Series to repeat, and Matt Olson wins NL MVP. This is kind of a combination of our picks there. It really you had is. the Blue Jays in the series. I had the Braves winning it. He says the Braves win it all. Matt Olson wins NL MVP. I got Matt Olson in the top three. Top, top three. There you go. So Nate and our guy, our guy Andrew, also best buds. Nate's yeah. just making all sorts of friends. I know. Uh, John says the big three reunion, contrary to what Nate believes, he didn't say that. That's what I'm adding in there. 
The Big Three reunion will bring Cardinal Magic back to St. Louis and bring another title. <laughs> Not only are you getting the magic back, you're getting a title with it. Tough. That's tough. I get, uh, yeah. That'd be cool. I, lo- I like watching Cardinals baseball, honestly. And I like what their roster is. I just I feel like this is going to be a big distraction for everybody. This, the like farewell it. tour stuff is just, I don't think it translates well with the with the team. Like, if you think about the farewell tours that we've seen, what did the did the Red Sox do anything when Poppy retired that year? Yeah, yeah. They did? I don't, the Yankees obviously haven't done anything, but it was with Mo. They didn't do anything with him. I'm trying to think of other farewell tours. It's not a normal thing, so this is somewhat kind of new. Either there's way. Some, yeah, there's some. I just can't think of them right now. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I just, Recently. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be a little bit of a distraction. Uh, Evan said, I might as well just cut this out right now. Just not even say it and just edit and post. Evan says twins are a 90 plus win team this season. Oh, Evan. It sounds like Evan Evan Evan. was one of the first purchaser purchasers of MLB the show. Because that's the only world in which the twins are winning 90 plus games. (laughs) It's with video games. Um, yeah, no rotation there. And how are they going to win 90 games with the white Sox in their way? Chris Archer is not going to lead you to the promised land. Sorry. A.L. Cy Young, Chris Archer. Jokes. Jokes. Stop. Justin says Chris Bryant leads the league in home runs, and the Rockies still finish in last place in the National League West. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I saw that take, and I, I, we just talked about, we just said that you could maybe swap out the Rockies and the D backs in last place. You put Chris Bryant out there in cores, maybe he goes off, continues his success from the, the 2021 season that could happen that take could happen could who knows could. you're not saying he's got to win mvp just i mean i would imagine he's he'd be in the conversation if he leaves yeah. the league in homers but yeah all he has to do is leave the league in homers it's wild that's a wild take who thought in 2022 we'd be saying we'd be talking about chris bryant on a last rockies. place rockies team uh Weird. potentially last place rockies team um gus says padres win the world series without tatis I'll give you the success of the Padres. I won't give you the World Series, but also I agree with the Tatis thing. They've, I, I think they can make it work without Tatis. I mean, an extended period of time, it's not ideal, but I, I'm sure you can, you can fill in the gaps for the time being. I don't like it. I don't think. <laughs> I just said I don't think they're not. You, you can't win a World Series outright without him. But no, I don't think you. Yeah, I think you can still play competitive ball. I'm trying to think of the teams. I mean, are we saying the Padres are better than the Braves, Dodgers? I don't even think they're better than the Brewers. Yeah, I mean, they'd have you to. You could argue they're in the Mets and Phillies conversation. I like. I mean, hey, get hot with it. Why not? You'd have to jump through a lot of hoops to make it happen. But uh, yeah, we've seen crazier things happen. True. Uh, and lastly, here closing it out, Jack says, "Pool Holes 2022 NL MVP." You heard it here first. Spoken like a true Cardinals fan, living in 2004 or something. Good for you, Jack. Good for you, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. I don't know about, you know, 21 wall scrapers being an MVP candidate. Nothing against Albert Pools, but. Get the, just, we got to get this man as 21. He, do you hear he's, he's starting opening day? He's Need getting a nod. Need it. I mean, there's really no other option there. Like you got to, you got to right? put him out there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, I think we're gonna we're gonna put him at third. Put him on the hot corner. Flash it, Nolan. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sit down this weekend. <laughs> you got the 
It's been a long, long spring training. You got the <laughs> you got the weekend off. Rest up, buddy. All right, let's close it out with our favorite pick slash picks. If you want to add, add or takes, yeah, anything that takes, was yeah. favorite about this. And this will be kind of this will be kind of where the hills that we die on this year. This this is where it it comes down to it all for us. You have to pick a semi spicy one, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, I'll I'll tell you right now, I'm. I'm running it back on Harper. I'm That's what you're doing? Uh for one. And I'm thinking ooh, I really want to commit to my Luis Castillo returning to All right, let's do this. caliber, but I, I can't I can't commit to that. Let's do this. Um let's go ahead and pick one award that you'll stand by, one st- uh, finish like standing of a team. Okay. And one hot take. You'll one, stand by one and, of those, and like, like one you, of our general takes. You mean? Yeah, like one of our one of our takes. So you pick one take, one right. division winner, and or one award pl- or winner. finish in the division. Yeah, can we or say that? So like if they finish yeah. fourth or fifth. All right, all right. Um, I feel like the more realistic pick to go with is Luis Castillo returning to All Star caliber. That's the that's the take. But I feel like the spicy one is to say that Albert Pujols and Miggy both go. Both at twenty plus. I like that one. Stick, stick by that one. That one's just fun to root that, for. Yeah, that. Let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Albert Pujols and Miggy both hit twenty plus. Well, Albert's got to hit twenty one, but Miggy's going twenty plus. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay on the the Craig Kimbrell chain train and uh, and say he's out as the closer by May fifteenth. May fifteenth. Yeah, wow, dude. that's yeah. a spicy one to stand quick, by. Quick, quick one. That's the one I'm sticking by. Uh, standing, I'm going to go. You know, I can't talk all this noise and not back it up. Mm-hmm. The Twins are finishing fourth in the American League Central. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Twins are finishing fourth. I don't care. They're a bunch of frauds. bunch oh, of frauds. Man. We'll see you next season, Minnesota. Wow. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm sticking with, uh, I don't know. I'm sticking with the Rays. That's a that's a sketchy one. That could at go four? either way. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Rays at four. That's bold. Respect bold. for standing by that because I don't <laughs> I don't know if I could commit to that. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then my award, as as I mentioned, Bryce Harper running it back. Luis Robert from the from last season. That's I'm fair. It, that it only makes sense. It only makes sense to ride that out. It only makes sense. You've Those been my you've been on that picks. train. You've been on that train for a minute, so I respect it. Uh, all right. About wraps it up. That about wraps it up, man. That was that was long. That was deep. Enjoy. Good luck listening to this before uh, before opening day. Respect to those of you that do. Yeah, dedication. We right love there. you a little extra. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. We love all you guys. Uh, you got anything else for the people before we uh, close? Honestly, it out? Uh, I I guess just kind of like a farewell to the off season. Um, I think I kind of speak for both of us. You guys have been awesome. Um, the support, the interaction, the ideas, the the criticism, like it's all been top notch. Kyle and I constantly talk about it. We feel like um, you know, we're on the brink of something big and you guys are a big credit to that. So this off season reflected that the most for me than any other off season. And you guys made this off season, you know, somewhat manageable for us, even though we were dealing with a lockout and not too many topics. So um, I just want to say thanks to to that. And Christmas Day is almost here, so everybody enjoy. Don't go chasing curveball. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.